Hello and welcome to the second episode of the Norfolk Carpen Pod. My name's Taylor Street and I'm the host of the event. Charlie, it's nice to, to uh, have you back, mate. Thank you very you much, very, You're looking very well again. Young and fresh, aren't Young I? Young and fresh, you've right. been fishing today as well. Yeah, no, thanks for having me on, mate. I'm, I've been really looking forward to it. Uh, yeah. Definitely a bit nervous. I'm sure anyone who uh, who takes up it's, the mansion it's strange, isn't it? will you know, feel the same, yeah. yeah. Last time I was on the other end. And this yeah. time I'm in front of you. Yeah, so I interviewed you last time and you got to sit in my grubby shed and now I'm in sitting in your grubby shed. Oh, all, no, I all, love this shed, mate. It's, it's class. All getting it? a bit weird, isn't it? But we'll Taylor take, does we'll have, have a very carpy shed. so It's nice, mate. It's all camoed out. All DPM and that. And it's, uh, nah, it's all right, mate. I've got what I need in it. got my freezer in that. So. Yeah. But, right, mate, it's, uh, it's great to have you, mate. And I appreciate it from last time as well. No worries. Uh, we've had some very good positive feedback from a lot of people who we don't actually know. As well as people we do know, uh, and the views are slowly creeping up, which is fantastic. Brilliant. Uh, and yeah, mate. Overall, I'm happy with how the first one went. Me too, mate. I I listened to it back. I thought it was good. You know, um, well, you know, we're not going to be, uh, you know, professional track or national. No, like that. no, but that's not the but, plan. But that's not the plan. We just want to provide a bit of bit of light heart, content, fun, a bit yeah. of content, and a yeah, few good right. stories. So no, too right. Everyone's enjoying it as well as us. So that's the main thing. Uh, before we do start mm. with uh, your podcast, I've got a couple of things for you. All right. So okay. what it is, is uh, obviously what I'm going to start doing is every person that I interview, yeah. I'm going to like give them something as, right, okay. as a bit of respect of, to actually coming on the show. Oh, thank you very Some much. people probably look at it and think, actually, they should bring something because I think a lot of podcasts feel a bit do, bad do that. Now. But now what I've got, mate, is a couple of lead pouches. Now you can take your pick. Obviously, I know you're a bit of a Nash fan, <laughs> so I've got a Nash lead pouch, or I've got a special limited edition Spearow monkey I really monkey do like climber, the spe- I do like the monkey camo one. one. You, you, would you like it? I would absolutely right. love that, mate. Thank you very much. That's very kind of nah, you, mate. That's I appreciate fine, mate. it. And one other thing I've got you for you as well, which oh. will bring back a memory, which I'm sure we'll talk about, but you've got oh. to put it up in your bedroom. Embarrassingly. No, no, ma- no matter what Jenny says, okay, that's this, has got, this has got to go up. So, um, yeah. so the photo that Taylor's just handed me, um, as the listeners can't see it, is a photo of uh, me, Taylor and Jack um, at a place we call The Res, which is just a small irrigation reservoir, um, about three or four acres, uh, and that's sort of near mega down the market. Place. Yeah, mega little place, you know, nothing big in there at all, but um, we go there for a social, have it all to ourselves, it's private. Um, and we, yeah, we you know we just have a good laugh, catch we'll quite share, a lot of we'll fish. Share the photo. We'll yeah, share screaming the photo. runs and stuff. But yeah, well, that was a really nice picture, mate. And yeah. uh, I appreciate the gesture. That's very nice. Of you. I Thank think you. that'll look good in your uh, either your carpy shed or um, on your bedside cabinet. Maybe. Thank you very much. So every my... time you go to sleep, you can you know look at me and think, oh, look at you and Jack you know. and think, <laughs> what on earth do what? I yeah, what do, do with my time? Yeah. Honestly. Maybe. Right, but no, Charlie. Thanks for coming back, mate. No problem, mate. Absolute pleasure. Welcome back to the show. So. We talked about the title of this, and we're going to name it Here, There and Everywhere. Yeah. Um, I think that's quite uh, quite apt for me, because, yep. uh, you know, as we sort of talk a bit more about my fishing, I guess, uh, in and about Norfolk, uh, I definitely am Here, There and Everywhere. Of course, uh, mate, yeah. To be fair, have been, I've rung you a few times, yeah. and, you know, one minute you're here, one minute you're there, you know. Yeah, literally. I mean, this, this morning even, you know, I, last night I did a night at my uh, sort of syndicate as such, um, and you have to be off by six in the morning on the bank that I was fishing. Right. So by six, I was packed up, and yeah. I was straight from that complex, straight across to my home from home, yeah, which mate, we'll talk yeah. about. Yeah, of course. And uh, in the first couple busy, of hours. Busy, busy, busy. Like, yeah, yeah, all of here, there, and everywhere, mate. Yeah, all about, yeah, you know, buzzing about. Um, and good for you as well, you know. And obviously, yeah, uh, you've got your girlfriend, Jenny. And yes. You know, I haven't yet met her, but I look forward to meeting her. 
and she's also like not so close to you as well no. is she you know no, so, you, so you've, I've done you've a bit of traveling there as yeah well. that's pushed me around you know I've, I've fished all over the place now mate um yeah, mate. not just around north around the whole of the uk and yeah of course and abroad as well a lot you know done a lot in france and i'm sure we'll talk about that on another episode um maybe bring louis in to uh to have a chat about that who i've done it with you know brilliant yeah mate um, definitely but yeah certainly in norfolk mate you know i had a good result this morning um yeah. Three fish off the top in a couple it's of hours, mate. which is nice. That's like good. Mid to low 20 common being the biggest. A leathery one as is, well, wasn't uh, it? Yeah, well, I was, yeah. had the set, mate. I had a genetic leather, yep. had a common, and a and nice a, sort of nice half mirror. linear, which That's is cool. Bad, mate. Yeah, um, good going, yeah. Yeah, so really, really nice, mate. They fight nice. hard in there? Yeah, can yeah. do. This time of year, all yeah. fish do, don't they? You yeah. know, they haven't actually spawned yet in, in no. this complex, which is interesting. Yeah. Since a lot of the lakes the very I have. Yeah, I don't know. I think the sun's out next minute. It's over you know. So Bradmore, where I catch them, you know, it's not it's not particularly difficult complex. Certainly lake two, you know, there's a good stock in there good, yeah good 20s water yeah. really um, yeah, and they're certainly up for a floater you know they will talk a bit you know a little bit more about the tactics yeah mate. down yeah, there definitely. at some other point but um yeah it was it was a nice morning nice way to start yep and uh, i think what i'll also do at the start of this is say that uh, i'm absolutely not on here because i think i'm the buddy no, no, the mate, mutts no, nuts that's, that's, the dog's that's bollocks, what people have got to get like their head around you know yeah which just just for a little bit of local content yeah if you enjoy listening to the podcast Listen to yeah. listen to the local. Well, I absolutely love podcasts, mate. mate like, I do. I hundred percent work a bloody boring job, and like I'm allowed to listen to music. <laughs> yeah, and I can listen to podcasts. Yeah, it's either that or your manager. Oh, Which one would you prefer? You every know? podcast I've listened to, it, mate. You know, I love it all. Yeah, it's great. So if we can provide a few more people with a bit of sure, extra mate. content, that'd be really nice. So yeah, that's why I'm on air. Just you know, a few good stories, yeah, hopefully, mate, too, right? um, and maybe help a few people out just from sort of maybe a few different tips yeah, and tactics. Yeah. You hear a lot of the same stuff, I think, in carp fishing. Of course you do. Of course it's getting do. a bit bloody boring now. It does, like, mate, yeah. Everyone knows, like, everyone oh, says do a lap, yeah. find the fish. Yeah. Like, feed them, bait them, you know, oh, all that sort of thing. But different, mate, hopefully I can, I can give a few so, more things that I've seen and help people along with that. Yeah, mate, definitely. Yeah. So we'll go back to the beginning, then. Yes, mate, yeah. So where it all began, mm. uh, where did it begin? Uh, so it began in a small village uh, called Narbra, uh, so fairly near Swaffham, sort of between Swaffham and Kings Lynn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and you're definitely, I think, a product of where you're brought up to some extent. And Narbra, I'm pretty much surrounded by water. Always have, you know, always have water around. And yep. there's a river flowing through, which is the River Nar. Right. Um, small stream, you know, small gravity you stream. Fished, really. You since the beginning mate yeah. yeah um really enjoyed my fishing on there and i will mention it in a little while to be fair um but there was there was the nar there was a small little village pond called the molten's pond which was good fun to fish you know lots of smaller carp yeah, in there up to about low doubles you know right okay. um a few tench bream what yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. bits and bobs basically nice bit of float fishing lovely yeah. um and yeah i think for me a lot of people get into fishing through their family, I think yep. it's fair to say, like like yourself, like you know, yourself, yeah. yeah, introduction, yeah. To, you know, from your brother. Yeah, but actually, mine was a little bit different in that my my dad in particular never really he was not that bothered about fishing. Right, okay. He'd have a crack at it to catch something he could eat, basically, but that was that was oh, as far yeah. as it went. And so he went sea fishing. So yeah. yeah, but yeah, when he was out and about, he'd have a little crack. But really, he wasn't an angler at all. Right, okay. um, and I'd if someone went, he'd go with sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, I'd, yeah. rarely, very rarely, mate. Yeah, right, very okay. rarely, like catch the old trout out of the river and eat it, yeah. that sort of thing. Yeah, but that's, yeah, yeah. that is as far as it went, you know. Yeah, so course, yeah. my introduction to angling was slightly different in that it all started with a photo photograph, right? So my auntie and uncle, who I'm really close with, uh, 
lovely people. Um, yeah, shout out to them, Auntie Trace shout and Uncle Perky. Absolute yeah, legends, yeah. Um, they live in Deerham, and Uncle Perky was uh, an ang- he's been an angler most of his life, to be honest. Right, okay. Not so much now. Uh, he's he's full time gardener. You know, he's taken a sort of step back from it. Right. But we, yeah, we've been a few times and that and. It all started with a photo of him holding a really, really nice pike right. that was caught from the Norfolk Fly Fishers Lake. Uh, it's the Trout Lake. Fished there myself. Other side of Swanton Morley. Have you really? Yeah, fished there myself when I was at college. We'd done a fly fishing tutorial. Brilliant. Yeah. Uh, and then how to tie a nymph, mm-hmm. a mayfly, even like a, a medium-sized lure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but I made some cracking pike in there. Yeah, yeah. So and some big tents. So he was sorry, a member. Sorry, and, um, it's not uh, my No, not, of course not. No, it's, <laughs> it's all good, mate. Um, yeah, so he was a member on there. He really enjoyed his fly fishing on there and then piking in the winter as well as, you know, sort of, you know, he grew up in Shropshire, whatever. It's not yeah, his yeah, buddy yeah. podcast, so no, of course. that's as far as we'll go on that one. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, so he, he sort of inspired me at first. I saw this photo of him with a big pike and I thought, yeah, it's really cool. You know, I wouldn't mind having a crack at that. Yeah, but until I sort of grew up a little bit more I mean this was probably when I was six or seven right so you, you yeah you're really young you're really so you're young. younger than me then so that made an impression on me I was yeah. 11 yeah so, 11 12 so, so seeing you, this photo I've always been around there since I was really young and I've always seen this photo as I've grown up yeah um and I only really got the opportunity to actually give fishing a go or at least be introduced to it when I was uh visiting my friend's house after school and we had been, you know, playing about like boys do, do yeah. making a den or whatever we're up to. Yeah, of course. Whatever, yeah, something outdoors. Yeah, I was born in wellies pretty much, I'd yeah, say. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, a little red postman pack wellies, nice embarrassing one there. Nice, yeah. mate, nice. Yeah, mate, um, nothing else. No no clothes, mate, just the wellies. Yeah, <laughs> just the yeah. wellies, yeah. Got, yeah. got some strange looks from the locals. Yeah, that was only last week, mate. <laughs> yeah. yeah, mate, um, it's not grown yeah. at all. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. So, um, so, yeah, the first chance I got to actually sort of see fish in first hand, really, and have a good look at it was... Uh, I was around my friend's house and he had an older brother, right. a few years older, and it was dinner time, we had to go and run and get him from the local river, which was the River Ooze, the Ooze down yeah, the market, yeah. awesome river, mega, river, yeah, mega yeah. river, yeah, really cool river, and we went to get him, like their house is pretty near the river, we ran down there, and when we got on, up, up onto the top bank, we saw him reeling a big fish in, right. playing this fish, right? right? Turns out, again, it's a big pike. So, you know, I'd seen the pike that my oh, uncle had caught yeah. and I'd seen him actually bring one onto the bank. And this oh, fish, big. 12, 13 pounder at big least, at I'd say. And in your memory, that's a monster. monster You've never seen it, anything yeah. the size of it in it's your life. Mate. You know, yeah, you've yeah, seen yeah, goldfish yeah. or whatever in your pond. But other than that, mate, I, you know, you're, you're shocked, aren't you? You know, I showed, yeah. I showed a woman who's my neighbour today. She come walking past me at the lakes and I had, had this common in the net. Right. She said, oh my God, I've seen them on the surface. Never seen anything on the like up and close. Stuff, and I yeah. can't believe it. What a beautiful thing. But that is thing. why, you know, they, they do look yeah. a lot better, obviously, on Shocking. the bank. Shocking. Like, you're, you're taken back right. by them, aren't you? The size of the so fish. If you're non-angler yeah, as well. non-angler, exactly, yeah. So course, being yeah. young, very impressionable. And I saw this fish and I thought, instantly, I'm in. I want to have a go. So They're I started... not the type of size you see at like pets at home, nah, are they? No, nah, mate, they? no, no, no. So, Do you know what I mean? Yeah, so I instantly I wanted to have a go. So I spoke to him and he sort of said, yeah, I'll take you. You know, he gave me an extra rod or whatever. And I started having a little go with him. Yeah. And um, he caught a few pike in front of me. And I was just like hopelessly casting a yeah, spin mate, around yeah, or whatever, you know, yeah. um, trying my best. Um, and then at the same sort of time, uh, my mate Louis, who's sort of my best mate to this day, you know, gr- grown up with Louis, like yep. brother to me in many ways, you know, he's right, okay. a really good lad. Yeah. And he started going with his cousins, so I tagged along with them. Uh, so before I tagged along, I thought, you know what, I'll get my own fishing rod. You know, I like the like the idea of this now. Uh, so I went with mum to, you know, down the market to the local tackle shop after uh, yeah. after school. Yeah. And I got a on the X eight foot spinning rod. Right. Okay. But it wasn't a spinning rod. It was a 
rod of dreams, mate. Whatever yeah. you dreamt up, you could do with that rod. Right, pretty okay. much. So yeah. you fish for a lot of species with this rod, or what? oh, good god, I mean everything, mate. You really, know. it was the rod. That that is it. Just it, everything you want to fish for. No float rod, feeder rod. That is that is your rod, just, mate. What, that's, just the normal, that's the normal normal match reel, or god, oh mate, it was it came with the rod. I think like. Really? Like this rod was probably a oh, real cheap, like twenty quid. It's like your rod. basic combo, and you're like fourteen ninety nine real preloaded yeah, relying yeah, on it, yeah. mate. Spare yeah. spool or whatever, but yeah, right. that's pretty much it. And I've still got the reels to this day, mate. Maybe really? I should have given you that as the gift, the old shitty reel. Yeah, I've caught a lot of fish on yeah, that reel mate, now, yeah. but brilliant, you know. And that was that was enough. Right, it's okay. one eight foot spin, the bloody everything rod, rod yeah. of dreams, and um, and yeah, I took it everywhere, mate. Like from that point on, my first took the rod down to Dents of Hilgi, which is right. a sort yeah, of a five-leg yeah, complex yeah, yeah. Uh, just outside down the market. I have heard of it, to be yeah, fair. Yeah, and yeah. they pretty much set me up with a little float and that and pretty much said, but like. bugger off, we're fishing in this swim, sod off to the next one, yeah. crack on, son. So I thought, right, okay, I'll have a go. And, and this is just like a general day to Just get a general anyone, course day to get anyone up. can fish it. And to be fair, mate, it's, it's good for what it is. Like, it's Good place to start. Good place, say? great place yeah. to start, yeah. Different lakes, different you know species to target. I think, and all we all, sorts I think and, everyone, when they start with with fishing they always have that local place to rely on mm. you know so everyone knows like when i when i done my podcast with yourself yeah. my, my my first instant was reefing yeah you know, reefing was my yeah. go-to so this was more just the first session right so right, i okay. popped in and out of dents all the time here there and everywhere mate yeah. like yeah this was just the first time i actually went properly fishing like and had a go on my own you right, know? okay so they give me the float rod all set up and said crack on yeah and, you know, God, how many hours later, you know, throwing some sweet corn around this float. It's probably about a foot under, you know, really? probably about a foot under the surface in like four or five foot of water. That's it, yeah. God knows what's going on. Probably had a few rud knock at it and stuff and <laughs> yeah. probably struck out of it into the tree and all that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I do remember that day, uh, probably towards they the end the of the day. Too, mate. They were the days. Float starts dipping and um, sails away, you know, as it does. Yeah. Uh, strike in and, and little mirror. Mate, right. little mirror carp right. you know but little baby one really cool though you know and that was yeah, pretty much my first fish which is kind of that's kind of bad in a way because really it should be a roach or a perch uh, shouldn't like, it, right? I said, like i said before to you mate like, <laughs> everyone goes down the either the river or, or lake route with with float mm. fishing yeah but actually catching a carp as your first sort of main fish that you actually caught yeah. is slightly different yeah because not a lot of people would say they caught a carp as their first fish pure flute mate into I've not seen anyone catch a small be. carp out of there all and the good, times I've popped back good for you, you know. but you know it's a nice fish to catch and what it was just a fish mate like it pulled back a bit and it was good fun yeah. and that sort of got me hooked from there on you know yeah. as you do so then started to diversify um, a lot of time after school a few times with my friends and a few times sort of you know just where mum, and, mum or dad would take me they've always been really supportive of it so I'd go to the local Morton's Pond I'd go to the River Nar as well you yeah, know yeah, flow yeah. through the village um, and I remember the Nar, which was unbelievable now, thinking back, because there's, there's very few in there now, but I used to touch Ledger with this Rod of Dreams, this eight-foot spinning rod, right? Probably rod like of Dreams, thick. I love that, the Rod of Dreams. Oh, it is, mate, it can be whatever you dream of, it, it can do it, mate, yeah, it can yeah, do yeah. it, right? And I used to touch Ledger with this bloody shitty 10-pound mono, whatever it was, preloaded on the reel, a couple of big shots, pinched, you know, probably about yeah, a foot away yeah. from the hook. And I'd flick the hook up there with sweet, you know, spit of sweet corn, bit of bread, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd catch these roach, mate. Honestly, like I, I, you don't appreciate it when you're young. You just think, oh, it's just another fish, another fish. fish, The size of these roach, roach. mate, big ones, real big, big trout as well, like good sized trout. uh, You'd be over the moon today with them. Yeah. Not, not really. Honestly, I cannot explain to you. Like, and now you, 
now you've said that, do you go down? It like, might be see? my warped childhood sense of scale and memory and like rose tinted glasses and all that. Yeah, However, yeah, yeah, yeah. I s- honestly remember these roach being Massive. monsters, mate. Compared yeah. to anything else, I was like little silverfish really? I was catching at the time. Crazy. These are like next level, mate. They're you know big and proper big ones. We're yeah. talking pound plus, easy all day long. Right. Whether they were hybrids or not, I don't know because there's not many chub in that sort of. Up, up the Nile, you know. No, of course. Um, a few further down, but certainly up, up the top of the Nile, you're looking at just roach and dace and, and a lot yeah. of trout, mainly yeah. trout. Yeah. These were big ones, mate, real big ones. So that was a really fond memory, you know, catching these, and I'd take my little so, cousin down there. So with the Nile, is big pike in the Nile, yeah? Uh, not where I live. So in Narborough, you're talking up a course of the river. Right, okay. You know, right up to the top, near the not near the source, but a yeah, couple yeah. of miles downstream from where the river actually starts. Right. So you're looking at maybe sort of, in general, a couple of metres, maybe six, seven metres across maybe 10 metres across at the wider points. Right. Fairly shallow in most places. The odd pool along there, yeah. a lot of gravel runs, yeah. a lot of streamer weed. Right. Um, and that's sort of what you're looking at. Classic trout river, really. Of course, yeah. Very much like the Upper Wensum. It is, yeah. Very akin to that. Right. And also uh, the River Wissey, if people know that. Yeah. Um, you know, even the Yeah, to some extent, I suppose, the Upper Yeah. All, all, they're oh, all shit. of a similar character, yeah. you know. Um, but a lo- lovely, lovely stream, lovely you know, to fish. My, yeah, so, yeah, that was it. Touch ledgering, mate. You know, yeah, I'd oh, flick yeah. it out there and it'd sink to the bottom and I'd hold my thing, I'd hold the rod and Cut I'd, I'd taps, hold bang. the line out, you know, and, and yeah. you'd feel the taps on the line and yeah. then you'd strike it, you know. Yeah. Brilliant, really good. And that sort of, that so was... So did, did, you, did you fish these rivers with friends? You, you, yeah, you so I took my little cousin, you know, a few times right, and he, yeah. he sort of, he went, I took, I've caught him some great fish over, well, He's caught some great fish over the years. Yeah, under don't my take it all. Don't take it all. No, no, I won't take it all. He had to bring them in and all you that. you got to share it. <laughs> but yeah, mate, like he, you know, he's come every now and again and he yeah. more likes, he just likes being out now, I think. He'll yeah, come definitely. with me and do a bit of like, you know, messing about with cameras or whatever. He likes that tech, tech side of things. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, and we used to go down there and have a great time. Yeah, nice. And then sort of going on from there, I think I've highlighted this in the notes is that one of my fondest memories, I think, from that, that younger, younger growing up time was... Uh, Probably, I've probably been fishing about a year now, just doing the bits and bobs on the river and the little ponds and that. Right. Okay. Um, and we go back to Dents, right? But different lake this time. So, so Dents, Dents, Dents is... is the one where I caught the first fish, the little so carp. Your first mirror, yeah. So we've come back there, fish, yeah. and we fished a different lake. We fished the smallest lake uh, near the front of the the farm shop, basically, which is called Kingfisher Pond, I think. Right. And this it's full of all sorts, you know, it's a nice little tench, a few skimmers and stuff, I think. Yeah. Crucians, pure right. crucians at the Which time. Which are hard to find nowadays. I don't know if they're Especially in there now. Um, and a few sort of decent sized carp, you know, but yeah. bear in mind at this got point. A trip, I've got a trip soon in Surrey, actually. Sorry to... What for? For crucian, true cu- oh, crucian. Oh, very fishing. nice. Yeah. Well, uh, uh, UK records are in there. Wow. Uh, 150 for a day. Someone Fernandez. Right, okay. I have to show you him on Ooh. Instagram, but yeah, sorry. Yeah. That sounds mega, mate. Yeah, that'd, uh, make, that'd be a mega trip. Mill actually. Farm Lodge, faking them, I think. I right. think it's called. They do purebred cruisers as well. Do they? Worth yeah. a look, yeah, for anyone that's listening. Suffer, suffer, yeah, if, if anyone's up yeah. in, in. Yeah, in yeah, have a look on their that. Facebook. I think that's them, and I want to take my uncle there because he likes all that sort of traditional yeah, stuff. Yeah, definitely. Let's let me know, mate. I'll, I'll definitely um, be up. Yeah, mate, yeah, nothing big in there, though. They've just no. started out, but, um, but yeah, it's cool. And anyway, so we're at Kingfisher Pond, and. Um, you know a few bigger carp in there but at this point we weren't really clued up you know we hadn't seen anywhere you know carp of anything near the size no. that that might have been in there maybe we're talking 12 13 pounders something like that you know looking biggest yeah um and we're fishing along one day and you know, having a great day catching a few silvers and whatnot right and all of a sudden float goes under of course we're fishing in the margins real close in all that chuck yeah. it by hand yeah this float goes under and the rod of dreams is bent double mate and this fish shoots what, out what sort of water. test curve is this rod then 
Honestly, I couldn't tell you. It doesn't have a it's test cover. It, it has a casting weight, mate. Really? It's, you know, right, it's, it's, it's a lure rod, it's isn't light, it? It's light, yeah. It's the rod of dreams, but it, it is technically a spinning rod. So you're probably looking at a, so was it a, a middle weight, two piece, a yeah. middleweight two piece spinning rod, right? Right, okay. And the rod's hooped over, and the clutch has started stripping off. <laughs> and Louis's fishing next to me. So Louis and, and this Louis is, is your best mate. My best mate. So Louis's my best mate, who I've been growing up with, and yeah. we've started fishing together a lot more now. Yeah. Um, after going first with him and his cousins, then he started coming with me and my my sure. parents, if they've taken us, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And Louis's come over and he's so excited. We're probably about nine, nine, probably about so nine. Still at this quite point. young, yeah. Young mate, yeah, young. So we've been fishing about. So you used to go for like days six, together, six months a year. So is yeah. it like a mum or dad dropped us off? No, not even to stay with us, mate. To be honest, they wouldn't right. leave us alone. Like most of the time, yeah. that you know, mum and dad are quite, quite you know. I'm, but yeah, yeah, they, yeah they're quite protective and all that sort of thing. I guess course, in a way, yeah. they don't want to leave you by water or of whatever they, they worry. I think that's majority. Yeah, that's fair enough. So they'd sort of sit yeah. back and buddy, you know, dad would eat half the bloody tin of spam throughout the day. Right. It's actually our bait. Right. Okay. Bit, you know, a bit of a sod, isn't he? But. Fair enough, you know, um, have to pay him off somehow. Yeah. So, um, yeah, he'd sit and have, you know, cook us a bit of bacon sarnies and that, you know, and yeah, as you do, and, yeah, and sausage the old sandwiches. Bacon, the old bacon roll sauce. And, uh, and yeah, hooked into this fish, clutch is stripping off, and Louis, uh, Louis is more excited than me, mate, you know. Yeah. Louis's seen his cousin, caught a few big fish in the, you know, in the past, you know, a few doubles and stuff, but Louis is so excited for me as yeah, well, yeah. right? So I'm like, Lou, Lou, get the net, get the net. And Louis, <laughs> Louis jumping up and down with excitement, mate, with the net on the, he's right, right near the front of the water, ready to net it, jumping, he's pretty yeah, much yeah. jumping up and down with excitement, he's yeah. buzzing, right? But little does he know that every time he jumps up and down with excitement, he's, he's making the bank more and more unstable, right? And killing the fish and sea. <laughs> mate, the, the fish, fish in there probably wouldn't mind, right, but okay. but we're into this fish and he's jumping up and down, and uh, fish strips me out into open water and after playing it for a couple of minutes out there, hook pulls and as the hook pulls, I sort of stumble backwards, you know, because I was putting a bit of pressure on, and Louis sort of turns around and goes, oh no, like gutted, and as he does that, the bank just gives way, mate, and he goes completely under. Whoa. Yeah, the bank just he just slides under me. He's what nine, ten years old. Nine years old, yeah, nine maybe ten. And your um, mum and dad are there. Mum and dad are there. Um, it's mum actually. Mum's with us this time, right? So what? she's sitting probably reading a magazine or whatever, enjoying enjoying the nature. Up. Yeah, yeah. And, and Louis's gone completely under, mate. He had his oh. little, you know, little Nokia ten or whatever in his pocket, like you know, shitty little phone. Yeah, of course. And uh, and he had his bloody lunch money or whatever, you know, That's his, crazy. to nip to the farm shop and get some cake or whatever. Yeah, had yeah. a fiver in his pocket. Yeah, all messed, all gone, mate. Oh no, completely soaked. He's soaked. So he hated the rest. He of He ain't happy, mate. He ain't happy <laughs> no, at he, all, he, you know. He's, he's and he'd completely he'd disappeared out of sight, and really? he'd pop back up again straight away. Obviously, that's the um, main thing. Drowned rat, you know, and he he wasn't right. happy. But equally, I was a bit gutted to have lost the fish, you know. So Did there you, have you go. A slight laugh <laughs> we did laugh yeah. mum took yeah mum it loved it mate. yeah she no she took it oh, she my. loved it mate. she was on taking the mic, yeah, mate. Yeah. yeah 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 oh no she loved it no she give mate. give him a kick up the arse and these are all these are all like good memories aren't these they? are as, mate as yeah. a 10 year old or nine or 10 year, years old no. having like you know, we all these memories we laughed a lot mate it was really it was a really good memory. still friends to this day <sighs> best mates, best mate. mates. yeah yeah like yeah. always been close like really close like he's like family now mate to be honest like yeah yeah um yeah i think everyone's got that, that mate, he comes around and I mean? sees mum and dad. Comes for dinner and that one. I'm not I'm even there. there. Yeah, yeah, mate, yeah, yeah. Pop I, in whenever, like, yeah, he does. But that's, that's good. Everyone, if you've got a few of them, yeah, he just strolls in, mate. Honestly, you, yeah, you're well feeling. Yeah, yeah, mate. No, you're you're, I mean? you're a lucky man, definitely. Yeah. Um, and yeah, Louis, Louis, a good lad. So, mate, on from there, um, you know, really, by this point, I'm absolutely obsessed, mate. I'm hooked. You know, you I'm are. really that's, into it. That's like any other sports whilst fishing. Yeah, loads, mate. Yeah, like I've always been pretty sporty, like a bit of an all rounder, really. Like I've never 
necessarily. You come across to me, Charlie. Now, don't take this personally. Right. But you come across to me like you're some like. I can imagine you playing tennis, mate, on a nice summer's evening. Oh, not the no? hashtag the posh one again, is it? Not, Christ. I weren't going to say hashtag, but well, now, now you've you know come you want to. to. Go on, if you have yeah, to. Yeah, so hashtag the posh one. Yeah, mate. Uh, I'd no like, tennis. Sorry if I'm offended anyone with my annoying voice here. Um, sometimes it sounds like I've got a cold, and sometimes it just sound a bit posh. It, it, yeah. Honestly, the glasses are very, it. like, Gary Glitter. Oh, don't. <laughs> You're just making it worse, aren't you, really? Like, it's, it's just, what is this, a bloody roasting session? Ro- roast the roast will see how The next 20 minutes We're just, just going to roast me, yeah, fair yeah. 20 minutes. You're not going to need a few more, mate. So, but, so sports. Yeah, so, so lot of sports, mate. You know, um, always been a bit of an all-rounder. Really got into the rugby. Um, you know, up until sort of the you know started A levels, I got quite high in rugby and stuff. Right. You know, playing so lots of rugby. college days. Uh, yeah, yeah. So yeah, sixth form, yeah. So high sixth school, sixth form, yeah. form. That I went through there, but yeah, all sorts, mate. Always outdoors. Yeah. Playing sport and and yeah, fishing started to get a bit more, take a bit involved. more of my time yeah. and got a bit more involved with that. More like of, a like a weekend thing. Uh, yeah, at this point, yeah, definitely. Like you, you go when you can, don't so you? The odd what, evening. So what, why you're fifteen? You're sixteen now. No, right? no, no. Oh, we ain't we ain't jumping that. No. Hold your horses, son. Right, okay. No, we ain't jumping that far ahead. No, right. no. I've got loads more stories for you yet, mate. Right, okay. Calm yourself down. Right, yeah. I'll take. So, I'll, t- I'll take. So yeah, yeah, sure. You know, in primary school, Mine, great. M- mine's very undetailed. Yours is. Yeah. Scary. Well, I was. I tell you what, people were like this, right? My hair now is a bit of a state, but crikey, back then, bad, mate. Right, so. This is this is at a point where mum has the power, right? She has the pa- she has the power to control what you look like. Right. And she decided this... that she lo- looked me essentially looking like she wanted me looking like a girl, basically. You have brothers and sisters? No, mate. See, now well, me, I've I was got a half brother, older though. Right. Right. Me and my brother used to get dressed the same. They used to do my hair. Right. Well, this is worse <laughs> because I had hair down past my shoulders, right? For most most Did of you? my most of my you'll sorry, have to send junior me a, school. You'll, you've got to send the photo. Right. So I've got a real good one for you, which is which is the story I'm going to come on to, right? And this has got features the hair in it, right? So, I've got girls' hair, beautiful luscious locks. Even yeah. now, my hair's really thick, Mascara, brown, lipstick, oh, heels, know. all every, all, the whole <laughs> lot, mate. It's all on, you know. Loving life, nice silky smooth dress or whatever you want. Yeah, you know, nice whatever. And tight that, yeah. yeah, mate. Yeah, you love it. Well, you don't be hitting on me now. No. Um, so yeah, I've got this long hair. I'm yeah. a bit. I'm to be honest. I'm the chubby kid, right? right? For the start of start of junior school and that, you know, I think we we're all a bit chubby when we start right, out, but. Yeah. Perfect um, for rugby then. I started to thin out you know, high school and that. I started to grow and all that and started to thin out and all that. But right. at the time, I'm I'm the chubby little girly looking kid with the long hair, right? Who loves fishing, is like obsessed with it. Yeah. And after my first few goes at Dents and, and around the village and that, I then discovered my favourite place in the entire world at that point, the centre of the known universe for me, which was Buttonhole Lake, right? Buttonhole Lake. Yeah. Take a swig, mate. This is important. Yeah. So, Buttonhole Lake is essentially, and especially now, back back in the day to me, it was the big, it was the big carp mecca, mate. You know, it was the place to be. Right. Now it's a, it's about a two acre commercial pond, to, to maybe three acre commercial pond, big island in the middle, almost like a canal around the outside right. with a big bay at yeah, the front. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was the centre of the universe for me at that time. That the amount of time I spent at Buttonhole Lake growing up was unparalleled mate mum said that throughout the summer holidays she said to my auntie one day on the phone she said if he asks to go to that lake again tomorrow morning i'm gonna smother him with a pillow in his sleep right every day mate right i would want to be there every i loved it mate i caught like so um, i get the hint now that at this point nothing else really mattered did it like all these don't other, me, there's always been other things. All the other sports left. It's fishing started to fishing take over a bit more, mate. And this top. is this is the passion sort of sort right. of growing on, right? So 
my first session at Buttonhole Lake was was the was the dream maker, right? So I'm still here with my eight foot eight foot rod, you know, the rod of dreams. Got my little reel on. Still got the rod. Uh, no mates, my mate snapped it in half when I let him borrow no. it. Big mistake, yeah. Oh, no mate, got it. St- I think st- I might st- have the butt section. St- <laughs> still for sale? No. <laughs> They they don't sell them anymore. I don't think they do, mate. To be honest, I don't know. They might you know do. You could be out. Get they might have a new model out. I don't know. But no, anyway, okay. so this first session was the dream maker, right? So, so I've gone there again. You know, clueless. Like I'm still a bit of a clueless noddy now, to be honest. Like I should have said at the start. Caught some crab and fish, Charlie. Don't put yourself down. But we're all, you know. I, I'm not the dog, the mutt's nuts, not the dog's bollocks or anything like that, right? Everyone, I, I'm, I'm just passionate got, yeah. and I absolutely love it to bits and I love all types of fishing, right? But obviously we'll talk more about carp and this and anything else. Yeah, of course. And that session there, arrived for the day with mum and uh, this is the first time being there, had a walk around, whatever, had a chat to the anglers and stuff. And my my I, what I remember is setting up in a corner, um, you know, the first peg before this corner and it was probably... Uh, mid spring, I'd say it was, but it was a hot day in spring. Good, good day for it. Um, and I've had, I've got my float set up and everything. Started fishing how you do, just flicking it out in the pond, bit of sweet corn, whatever. And fairly early on, I've got, I've cracked open what was I thought to be the deadly weapon at that point, which was the old sausages, right? These, fr- you know, right, the old yeah. sausages in jars, right? Yeah. So that was like your your own in your head that was like i've cracked the code yeah that's the one mate. see now yeah. i i had something like that but it was yeah. like a tin of dog meat yeah mate and yeah. it was called bounce oh me and my dad used to pick it up from the shop and that's the bounce and yeah we so, so this was the bait this was keeping the, it on a hook this was, was what was gonna crack the code right and sure enough i put a bit of this big a big old bit of this sausage meat on right yeah float goes under played it in played it around 11 pounder Right. New PB, right? So Crackin', I'm cracking fish. Buzzing, mate, yeah. Considering what? Probably caught a few sort of six, seven pounders, Super maybe. Maybe a few bigger. Done, but this is yeah. a, this is probably my first double, to be honest. I right. couldn't say for sure, but, you know, we're looking like my first double, right? Right. Buzzing with that. That that was enough for that day. But this was early on in the day, mate. And I wasn't going... I would be the last one there. Like, the guy would have to kick me off. Mr. Right. Button, right? He'd have to come and say, look, mate. Mr. Enough Button. is enough. Yeah, mate. Really? He'd really? say, look, mate, it's bloody dark now. Every, everyone's gear on was gone half an hour ago you've got to go mate right. and it'd be like oh, one last cast Mr Button one last cast yeah. the old, this is when you know, please old, sir this is, more. this is after this first <laughs> session with the old bubble float off the top you know yeah, yeah, please yeah. sir can I have another hour <laughs> I want to catch another one right yeah. but this session you know 11 pounder was enough but then why I did it I do not I cannot tell you right whether I saw something whether I was just a bit bored and inquisitive because I hadn't caught anything for a little while after that 11 pounder but for some reason, I thought I'd have a little walk up. The sun was beating down on this corner. I thought I'd have a little walk around, all reed-lined, around the whole lake, pretty much. And I thought I'd have a little walk around this corner and just look around the other side of the corner. And as I got around this corner, I've seen this bloody tench, a big old tench as well. Right. Like, this isn't, this isn't like a two, three-pounder. This is, this is a big tench for me. Like, this is not, this is like, you know, bigger than half the size of the carp I've just caught. This is a big old bit of tent, really? right? Yeah, so five pound plus. Right. And I've seen it, it's just sunning itself just under the surface in this corner. And at this point he had trimmed all the reeds down. So it was, you know, it was early spring, they were just starting to grow back up, but the rim, right, okay. reeds were all trimmed in this corner. I could see over yeah. whether I had polarised glasses, I probably bloody didn't. But this tent was sitting there, I could see it plain as day. And I thought, there's no way that if I drop a bit of this, the, the glory sausage, right? The ultimate hook bait yeah, mate. on this tench's head, it's not going to take it, right? Oh. Thought, I've got to give it a go. So I w- walked around with the eight-foot spinning rod. Cracking fish as well. I've swung out, swung out the sausage meat, dropped it on its head, and it's almost like it was sleeping. It was yeah, almost yeah, dormant, just relaxing in the sun. But it sniffed the old sausage. And it was it. 
No, no pun intended. Nothing like that. Right. And it wanted it, mate. It wanted. <laughs> it, it wanted it. What can I say? Yeah. It, it and it didn't take it on the drop, but it sunk down with with as the meat fell through the water on the float. Luckily, I think I overdepth my float this time. So you had no no shot, hardly up. Don't think so. It was probably it was just enough. To, it was either one of the pre-weighted floats or whatever yeah, it was. Course, yeah, maybe yeah. a little bit of shot on the line, but this, yeah. you know, deep enough so that the tench saw it, clopped it, smelt it, whatever. Went down on it. Went down, and sure enough bit of bubbling float goes under strike and i land this brilliant tench like over the moon with that right so it's been like the best day ever for yeah. me yeah. um and i thought god the day can't get any better and mum's like oh you know you've had a really good day there and, mate like, and this this is at buttonhole this is at buttonhole lake and she's like right we should probably start r- wrapping it up now and as we sort of are thinking about potentially going home this bloke and his lad comes past old old the lad was older than me and, and the bloke's like all oh, right we're off now like we had a really good day um like I'm, oh yeah what have you caught you know punisher when you're younger aren't you yeah 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 and uh, and they say oh we've had quite a few carp um on floating bread right and they're like oh we've still got a couple of loaves here if you want to have them we're off now we're gonna put them in the bin otherwise yeah so i was like oh yeah I'd, I'd, yes please mate yeah i'd like to have i'd like to have the bread so he, and he said yeah just throw them out in the corner i'm sure a few carp will come up right right so started feeding this bread in, right? Probably yep. didn't change the float at all. If there were shots on it, there probably were still shots on it, right? Yeah. But started flicking this bread out in this corner. And instead of fishing the peg, for some reason, we sat right in the corner between two pegs. Right, uh, I think okay. Mr. Button was fine with it, whatever. The owner was happy. Um, no snags, no, you know, nothing in the way. It was all good, you know. Um, and the few carp started feeding off the surface. Uh, and I, I started trying to go for him, you know, kept feeding bread. Probably fed a bit too much bread. I got a bit carried away in hindsight, you do, right? You're really younger than you, yeah. You, just, you don't really think yeah. about, like, if they don't take it situation. Yeah. You're just you, not, I, in your head, I probably they're put, feeding I probably every tore up the whole loaf. You'd turn up in winter and just do yeah. the same, wouldn't you? Probably, you know, yeah, at, at that age, mate, I'd, I'd be keen for it, yeah. You just try all the time. And you? I remember I couldn't get, I didn't get a bite for ages, and then we were sitting there, and I, whether I'd brought the rod out and I was putting a new bit of bread on or whatever... But from the other side of the lake, right? And bear in mind, it's not a tiny lake. You know, it's it's reasonable size, and it's certainly massive when you're younger. Of course it is, yeah. From the other side of the lake, I've seen this. Well, Mum's clocked it first. She's yeah. seen this whale coming, mate. This hippo, right? Right. Proper. <laughs> you know how the big ones yeah, do, mate. They like shuffle, yeah, yeah, don't yeah, they? Yeah, yeah. Big old thick set of shoulders on it, and this big one shuffled over from the far side of the lake, mate. And it's heading directly. It's making a beeline, mate. Yeah. Mate. Me and Paddy say it all the time. Oh, a beeline, boys. A Line. Of bee- <laughs> this was the biggest beeline in the history of beelines. Paddy, you say Paddy? My mate, we'll get on to Paddy right, at another okay. point, right? Because yeah. Paddy's a bit of a boy. I'll try and get him on, maybe. Um, uh, mate, more than Maybe, Mary. yeah. And Definitely. this, this I think we'll and... probably get six of us in this shed, mate. Cool, a bit close for comfort, mate. <laughs> and this big one's making a beeline for this for this baited area of bread, right? And mum straight away, she, she curses it and makes it, right? She goes, she sees it and she goes, oh, look, child, there's a real big one there coming over she goes i hope that doesn't doesn't take your bait that's way too big for you like you can't you won't land that like it's way too big i hope that doesn't take the take the bread she made it mate what did it do it came straight over (laughs) i went sod this i'm putting another bit of bread i put the new bit of bread on flicked it out towards it brought it back a bit into the into the baited bready patch right yeah beeline first bit of bread it takes is mine mate right okay whack with the eight foot spinning (laughs) rod screaming off mate honestly like I, oh god I hope I didn't take any other blokes I probably took a couple of rods out Shit. with it like it was going and going and going proper like uh, you know and in the end 
after a really good battle, mate, like the biggest battle of my life for this fish. Brilliant, you know, it's real your fun mum, Your mum was still there. Mum was still there. Oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my well, God. Having an absolute meltdown. Like, is it going to fit in the net, basically? Because we had right. seen the fish before it so took the bread. Big old pair of lips come up, nailed the bread. I'm into it. So what you are, like a little little match net? Yeah, mate, you know, like a tiny little, little like, net or fold. Like you'd that. have to fold the bugger in half, basically, which, right. to be honest, at that fishery and many commercial fisheries around the country... Mm. They're happy to fold them in half, aren't they? Which is a bit yeah. of a shame, but it's, you know. Yeah. But you don't know better when you're younger. So I had this little net, and you never expect to catch anything of the size no. that this fish was, right? Right. And I brought this whale in, mate. This absolute monster. Like <laughs> I cannot explain to you how big this fish was to me, right? After catching eleven pound, you th- and that's like blowing your mind how big that carp was. Right. Yeah. So I'm thinking that. Yeah. So set, like setting the scene, you've you've gone from this eleven pounder, which that is like day. mega. Yeah. Which is like made the day, mm-hmm. and then a nice big tench, which was equally you had this as awesome. Tench to top it off, and now you've got this. Well, like you said, a wow. And off the top, you know. I'd, I caught a few off the top, I guess, in the past, but I just didn't bring any surface baits with me. I'd maybe had a little go in the Maltwins pond off the surface, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But this was the first proper, like, this is a big one on the top, right? Right, okay. And in the end, the old boys around the lake have seen the commotion, right? And they're excited. Yeah, and mum's giving it the big one. Oh, it's a real big one on all this. Right, right. So they all come round to give me a hand, knowing that I'll probably, you know, a young lad, I was probably about 11 at the time, right? Yeah, 10, yeah, 11. Yeah. Um, I'll need a hand, right? Right. About 10, yeah. So they, they're ready with the net, and the old boy nets it for me. Bring I eventually bring it up after this monumental battle with this yeah, yeah, yeah. eight-foot spinning rod. And um, we've never seen anything the size of it, mate, honestly. It was no. it was the biggest carp. It was not a long carp, particularly, but, you know, reasonably well-proportioned, but a proper fat one. Like, right. you know, classic, your biggest fish in the commercial-style fish. fish. Yeah, yeah. It was one of the biggest ones in there, I would imagine. And you and you landed it, and we landed it, and we folded it in this tiny little pan net, basically, mate. Right. This poor carp, like I've never dreamed of doing it to this day. Like, of course I wouldn't, but right, okay. you don't know, do, and you don't expect no, it. No, you don't. So we folded, we folded her in this monumental carp, right? And we got it, we got it. You don't know better, right? No. So the picture, and I'll describe it. I'll describe it, and you can put it on the Instagram afterwards, right? Yeah. I'm there with this absolutely monumental whale of a fish, yeah. right? With my long hair down past my shoulders, pretty much. My golden locks. Right, okay. With a, I believe, I think I'm wearing my dad's desert camo bucket hat style hat. Right. Some sort of proper heavy knit jumper, which now we know is pretty carpy. Didn't, proper, not intentional. Proper. I think it is. It's, you know, your old grubby clothes. It's your grubby clothes in it. And I'm there with, I believe to be a towel holding on to the top of the fish on its back. Yeah. The poor fish is rested on the grass. Right, okay. Right? And I, this is terrible. Like, you don't yeah, know, you mate. Don't, no, terrible mate, fish care. No. Like I say, I've, you know, I've treated carp this morning. There's people we see doing them. it today, like down the river. When you don't know, you don't know, right? Yeah. When you're younger. Yeah, all you can do is give it to And us. the match boys didn't mind. They put them no. on the grass all the time. Also, yeah, yeah, when they do yeah, the yeah. weigh-ins and all that, it happens, doesn't it? Shit, mate. So I'm here, little 10-year-old me, long hair, chubby little cheeks, rosy red, yep. smiling with joy at this. 18 odd pounder right okay which i've just caught right the biggest most mind-blowing fish you know that i'd caught at that point and that just blew me it really did blow me away mate it's a real fish for that big age, moment man. i wish I, I at that age i wish i had a, caught what well, we it's, it's bad to say i wish i caught something so big you know at that age but i think you even the ones that I caught at 10, 11 pounds, they just mega. You, you don't expect you know. it. And like, it t- you know, it took me a little while, like a couple of months after that at least, before I then started trying to get a bigger one. Because yeah. you, once you've caught a big one, you want another one, don't you? Do. Of course you do. Yeah. Um, and yeah, 
But first, before that, where does the picture go? Show obviously show my dad. I have to go and show dad. Right. I remember dad not being that impressed with it for some reason. Right. Okay. Don't know why. Probably because you got his jumper on. Possibly. He's yeah. It's all lucky in and his hat, line. and I'm not looking as good in his hat. No, I don't know, but no. he was cooking dinner anyway when we got back. So happy days, you know. Got yeah, a nice yeah, bit yeah. of grub and all that. But but he said, well done, all that happy days. But had to go in the angling angler's mail, didn't it, mate? Of course it did. Like, where else is it? It's gonna the go? biggest fish ever. <laughs> yeah, isn't it? Mate, no one's going to catch. Where else would it go? Like <laughs> bloody front of bloody cart world, wouldn't it? For yeah, me, mate. like yeah. Angler's Mail was yeah. was the mag back then, wasn't it? Really, yeah. like for me, that was it. Every week, I'd get it, and that's straight in the Angler's mate, Mail. That'd have been that'd have been like the posh one lands mega <sighs> buttonhole whacker. BBC News, mate. Like dis like, me a catfish. Got nothing on me, mate. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> um, <laughs> But I know what you're saying. We all we yeah, all mate. go for a It was real special, and I was everyone. so excited, like to tell my mates at school and everything. And it went in the Angler's Mail, yeah. and the following week or two afterwards, what however long it took, yeah. I opened the mag, and there was me. Charlie Halliday catches Whopper from Buttonhole Lake on Bridge. Mother's Pride, right? Which is Ru- bread, right? Bread. Good old Mother's Pride. Mum wrote the probably wrote it up for me, and she put oh, put Mother's Pride. Yeah. Like, no one boy. knows what Mother's Pride is now, mate. I don't mommy's, think. Mummy's little soldier. That's exactly right. Yeah, <laughs> Mummy's little soldier lands the whopper at Buttonhole Lake, right? Um, and I got from that a spool of Dyer Sensor line, right? Yeah, a big old bulk yeah. spool Which of you it. Were probably respooled. Oh, that mate, really the real needed it. I'd imagine by yeah, this point, especially after yeah. that fight. And then uh, an Angler's Mail, uh, whatever it is, Catch of the Week, or I've got the white cap. White with an angler's mail yes, angler's mail across the front and a blue still have it? catch and I've still got it and it's hanging in my shed and it's yeah. it's covered in mud and all sorts. Mate, that's mega. You've got to frame it, mate, in one of them 3D <sighs> boxes. I need to give it a wash first, mate. It's been like chewed by rats a bit and like yeah, but it's stood on and like it sets the scene, but what little things like that I'm memory, bad mate. for that yeah, Do you know what I mean? Memory. I am bad for like keeping little things. Do you know what I mean? Oh, Even like yeah, I am I'm sentimental, mate. mate. I am sentimental. Definitely, mate, because I think one day you'll look back at all them. Definitely keep them. Yeah, you've got to keep them. Yeah, no, definitely. Like, it's why I'm doing this as well. Like, yeah, nice course, to listen yeah, back to course, it when I'm yeah. old and senile, probably. Def- yeah, definitely. Think, oh, mate. that's what I did when I. But there you go. So that was really, really special for me then. Yeah, mate, definitely. And on from there, really. I mean, there's there's so much like all over the place. Like every every bit of water that I heard about, yeah, that had fish in it, I wanted to try. Mm-hmm. And like, I'll try and cut it down to a few good ones. But around the same sort of time. So you're what, still how old are probably, you now? I'm probably so about you're... eleven. This I was probably ten when I caught the bit this big fish. Maybe near eleven. Probably right, about okay. ten, I think. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Not not high school at all. Like nowhere near high school yet. Um, and the next one is the bridge in River Pike story, right? Right. I'll keep it nice and short, nice and fairly. But and this is Lenway. This yeah. was when my dad this was. Is yeah, this is Lenway. This is the bridge in Stretcher River at Lenway. Right. right? Okay. I fished it um, once. Yeah. So like I think uh, on the. On the floor, I yes, think. yeah, oh, oh carpy. Yeah, um, yeah. The obsession at this point, after catching that big carp, was chub, because we'd seen chub in Angler's Mail or something. And like, where do we catch a big chub? It's obviously bridge in, isn't it? Everyone very, very underrated at the moment, I think. Yeah, well, I know some good areas. Yeah, it goes in ups and downs. This side, yeah. of, this side of yeah. of the city. Yeah, so this and is this is the bridging yeah. stretch, and I'm after a chub, right? First time going for one. God knows what I'm doing. Probably got stuck. I'm pretty sure I've still got the old rod of dreams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have. Don't, I don't think I've moved on from this yet. Um, and it's quite a day for the chub. I don't think I'd caught much really. Um, yeah. Few little ones in the margin, little you know yeah, roach and whatnot. Um, and Dad's gone back to the car, right? So I'm way down the river towards the Iron Bridge. Yeah. 
Dad's gone, right, mate, I'm just going to go back to the car, get the cooking stuff while I'm baking sandwich. And at this time, were you still parking in, in the car park? Yeah, to park the, in the, the car park, park, yeah. So he's he's gone, mate. Like right, he's, okay. So I'm on the river. So right, it's like a 300 metre stretch. Yeah, it's it? a long old bit of stretch. So he's right at the back of the car. I'm on my right. own. Yeah. And I thought, right, I'll go have a little walk along. Next yeah. pegs either side to see what's going on. And I've seen this pike. Close range, like real close. Just it's under, clear, isn't it? It's cl- gin clear. Can, can Sit, be. Yeah. Gin clear, close in, sitting under the stream of weed. Just wafting his yeah, yeah, yeah. pecs as yeah, they do, yeah, just yeah. holding himself still, um, stabilizing himself. And you know, to me, this is a this is a big pike. Like I've seen, obviously, I've seen, you know, massive pike, twelve, thirteen pounders, which I thought were huge. Yeah, and then this this is of of a same sort of size, perhaps a bit bigger, right? Right. And I'd had a little crack at pike at this point. I'd caught very few, if any. I remember yeah. one day I was at Bradmore, like I, there was three. They were probably. Oh, this is terrible but they were probably getting ready to spawn and I was trying to catch them with a spinner and they all nipped it and it just they just spat it out yeah, and like all, all that so I probably hadn't caught a big pike before this or any pike maybe who knows maybe a couple at Bradmore but this pike was proper big and I thought how the hell can I catch this because all I've got is the rod of dreams and my very basic all sorts but nothing tackle box yeah, right you yeah. have everything but nothing you actually need, need. in it right yeah yeah um, so anyway, so what I got was I got I had a wire trace, brilliant, happy days, good start. What else do I have? Do I have any hooks for pike? Not really, but I do have a massive jig head without a jig on it. Happy right. days, that'll right. do. Right. So got the old got the old trace, hooked <laughs> up the old jig leaded jig head, right? So it's got a big old lead head on it. Yeah. Massive hook, probably a size two O hook on it. And I thought, well, I need some sort of bait to get it. So I quickly caught a chublet out of the river and used the peg it. to the side. I took it round on the rod. And I took my net and took my rod with this. I, I think I, I don't know whether I was savage and like cut the chublet in half. I probably, I probably did bad, right? right? right. But I've, I've probably fucked up this chublet. Um, and like Rest wanged it on the hook, mate. Yeah. And I just remember flicking out, and the cast just could not gone of any. Like it's landed in this gap where this pike's sitting. Yeah. Just in front of its nose, it's sunk down in front of it. Hit the deck. I can see the dead bait, and I can see the pike, and it hasn't spooked. I'm thinking, we're it's on here. Happen, yeah. And it surely, you know, surely, slowly but surely, as Pike do, slowly started sinking down, sinking down. Bang. Takes right. it up. I see it take the take the chublet in, dead or alive, probably completely ruined by now, this chublet, poor thing. Um, but there you go. Um, it suited its purpose. Um, the Pike's taking it up, mate. I've given it a couple of seconds because I know the old boys roll their fag and then they strike and all this That's sort of it. thing yeah, you know, back in the day, yeah. you know. Yeah. So I've heard about it and I sort of thought, oh, you know, one banana, two banana, strike! And I yeah. hit this with the eight-foot rod of dreams Bang. and this pike is not happy, mate. It's shot out into the river and it's amongst the stream of weed and that and I'm fighting it on my own. Dad's nowhere to be seen. And I'm thinking, bugger, you know, what, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? Yeah. I tried to keep calm. I played this pike in and it's a, it's a long fish, right? So it's not, it didn't have a big belly on it. Like, nope. kind of classic river fish. Quite muscular, yeah, strong. Big head. Big old head on it. Yeah, nice long fish. M- massive head actually I'll show you the photo when yeah. I get a chance but big old head on it um, like a big old dog you know massive head yeah. um, proper good croc and in the end eventually the 8 foot rod of dreams has, has beasted it it's succumbed to the rod and it's, and it's the, you know yeah. The, yeah and it's in the net mate and like I've probably again folded it into this net that's yeah. probably not so why, fit why for purpose didn't weigh it, right, okay. but looking at it now, I'd probably say between fifteen and seventeen pound, maybe. Yeah, good pike. I don't know. It good was a pike. good pike. Like it was a good pike for it that was... stretch of river mm. as well. To be honest, it was a, to me. It was massive. Even today, I think. And this was the one fish, right? So I was, I had this pike in the net, 
Pike was tired. It was I was giving it a rest. So that's all good. Yeah. Um. You know. Again, I'm only about I'm only about ten, maybe eleven at this point, mm-hmm. and I'm thinking I need a hand with this because there's no way I can deal with this on my own at all. Like I cannot I cannot do it on my own. So I think I have to wait for Dad to get back. And Dad, he, I don't know. He just dis- He goes off, mate. He disappears, right? And it, it probably was only a couple of minutes, but it seemed like an age. I was course, waiting yeah. for him to come back and help me. Yeah. Um, knowing him though, he's probably seen something like God knows, like he's he's off, mate. Like wandering in his own little world <laughs> as dads are. Yeah. Um, you know they don't know what's going on. They just do their own thing, don't they? And he's yeah. anyway. He's wandered back, and I'm sort of shouting him and shouting him. He no, you know. And in the end, he's eventually come back. Right. And uh, when he's come back, I've said, look. Dad, I'm really, oh, I'm super shaken, I'm really excited. I've got a massive pike, a massive pike. I need, need help, need help. Yeah, yeah. Um, and he's seeing, he's like, God, bloody hell! Like my dad's a Geordie, and he's really ex- like, course, yeah. and he likes pike. He's still now, even now, when I catch a big pike, yeah. he thinks that's like that is the one. Like the he loves, fish. he thinks they're awesome, mate. Yeah, he loves yeah. a big pike, and he's seen this pike, and he's like, that's like he, that's probably his favourite capture that right. I've had when I was younger. Right. He, he never, he always brings it up. He never forgets that, right? Yeah, like yeah. for someone who doesn't really fish, to see this pike big pike you know so i have a picture with it and it's like god it's just like so, like as just long as like, as long yeah. as my arms put out my oh, wingspan okay. is yeah, if yeah, i yeah. put my arms out like when i was that age yeah. it was as long as me like so i've got this picture of this pike like it's head head and tails out here way past my shoulders yeah. big old pike and, and like that it went back well which is really good you know yeah, obviously well. now you'd be a bit worried you know you yeah. wait waiting it in the water but it was well rested and in the river so, it's normally so, right so at this point was pike fishing now you've now caught this massive pike yeah 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 so was it like did you have to pick between the two like no I, again pike, mate it's did you think did, at the time did you know what one was easier to catch at no, a certain so time of year than the other again here there and everywhere and everything as well mate so all species i love carp mate yeah. but i love tench i love i love all different species of fish right yeah, and i will at different times throughout the year i will fish, fish for all of them right forget. i think the best way i've had it summed up and i really like the way this was said i think this was said possibly by bowler martin bowler yeah yeah, yeah. and he said i'm a pleasure angler because whatever i fish for you're getting pleasure i'm getting it. pleasure from fishing it's for right, it, it targeting it and eventually catching it and i think that's Fair the same point. for me even you know now yeah, as much as i like big carp fishing because we all get drawn into it and you if know, someone comes to me and said are you a pleasure angler straight away no no but when you look at it but, then but think about it about it you are even you want to catch these even fish. the people listening to this we probably most people listening to this grew up doing some sort of non-carp species fishing right yeah, whatever what, sea fishing fly fishing yeah, like course fishing whatever it was but love it all right yeah so it was always a bit of everything and it's all it still is very much the case now to be honest mate um so i think from there uh you know we'll we'll skip forward a little bit now um because like i say time's getting on i do yeah. waffle yeah cool. um i did a stint when i was sort of a bit older i mean you know i'm fishing all over the place right so yeah. i'm popping in i've cart fishing's taken off a bit more for me now really getting into it yeah I've started to build up the setup, you know. Right. You know, you got your alarms. Yeah, I've got, got my alarms got, and all sorts, you've got right? A pod. <laughs> and um, and yeah, uh, what I'll do is I'll talk about Bradmore in one big block, right? This is going to be like the main showstopper. So I'll just yeah. mention, you know, after, Meg, after catching, I've, I've caught a few twenties and stuff at Bradmore. I had my first twenty, which I'll, I'll mention in a minute. Brilliant memories, yeah. real good, right? Yeah. And then after that, it's high school, and I've met my one of my really other good, really good mates, one of my best mates, Paddy, yeah. who you know we've hit it off straight away, both fishermen, right? Okay. Um, and we've gone fishing together, and we've gone to places like Taswood, and um, you know again Bridgin. Um, yeah, I, mem- yeah. I remember treating Paddy to 
24 hours at Bridge Inn for his birthday, apart right. from I didn't treat him at all because the bailiffs never came round and we did a runner. And, right. then, and then got, right. got told off by mum for not doing for it, not, not, doing, not paying. Not yeah. paying up. Um, yeah. Did you catch? Uh, mate, yeah, brilliant. I, right, had, t- yeah. I had two on t- fishing. It's nice fishing. Fishing there. really light lead chods, terribly, yeah. on probably like four inch. Recently been taken like, over, hasn't it? Yeah. It's mega fishing. Yeah, yeah, mate, yeah. So like really enjoyed that um, and like fishing all over the place, mate. Like here, there and everywhere again. Um, and I think really because we're sort of running out of time, we don't want to run out of data on this. Run out of um, uh, we should be storage. Right. We'll be alright, mate. But what I'd really like to talk to everyone about, and I think this will be the key from this podcast. You know, we've told a few stories, whatever. But everyone, I think, everyone in in fishing, and whether you're from Norfolk or from wherever you're from, everyone needs that sort of water that gives you your grounding yeah, in fishing. Definitely. And different people get groundings in different ways and from different places i think for me bradmore is is the alt in norfolk there aren't many places that you're going to get and all of my really good mates in carp fishing much better carp anglers than me we all talk and anglers in general we all talk about how good this venue bradmore is the complex is for breeding good carp anglers right um one of my real good mates um Luke Church, right? Yeah. He started at Bradmore pretty much. Did he? Yeah. Uh, and he's, he, he's, he's, a, he's local. He's, he's a local lad as well. Like, yeah, see Churchy all the time. And, yeah. like, Churchy went on to win the BCAC right. with his mate Wayne. Yeah. They're only, like, 21, mate. And I, I'm sure we'll get Churchy on to talk about that at some point. Yeah, that'll be mega, mate. But, like, yeah. he grew up at Bradmore. There's, like, loads of people who have gone on to be really good carp anglers. And I'm not does saying I am fit, by any uh, means. Does his missus still go with him? Sam, yeah, every yeah, now and again, mate. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, but by no means am I saying I'm one of these good carp anglers that have grown up there. However, it has given me a fantastic grounding in yeah. angling. Yeah. And I think anyone who's wanting to improve their angling, wanting to try and... The good thing about Bradmore, right, is that you've got two lakes there and they're both very, very different, but also so rewarding, particularly Lake Two, which is more known as the carp lake, right? Right, okay. Um, lake Two, there's no no real weed in it. You've got a few lily beds and whatever. Lots of, uh, there used to be a lot of snags. They've got a small island and a bigger, longer island. Right. Um, used to be a lot snaggier in the day. They've cut quite a few of the snags right, okay. out now yeah, just yeah. for fish safety and whatnot, but... Real snaggy it's based on the day. T- it's a ticket place. It's a ticket it? place, like cheap club ticket, brilliant. Like I'd recommend it to anyone who wants to learn and, and then sort of improve their angling. Yeah. And what you'll find at Bradmore is that you will go down there and you will hone your skills on different types of carp fishing because it responds to every type of carp. Like you can catch them carp in right. so many ways, right? Yeah. So you, these fish in Lake 2, good 20s water, really good 20s water, and they will respond to zigs. Right. They all respond off the top, like I did this morning. I had three this morning off the top in a yeah. couple of hours. And like a, that first spawn went out, and they were on it, mate. They, On the right conditions, they will have... You can have a very a, enjoyable day. And, and you can thing. dictate, but you'll start to learn yeah. under what conditions do I need to be doing this? Right. And then when the weather changes or the wind changes, where do I need to be? Where yeah. are them fish going to be? Yeah. You know, ha- so is, it, is, is, is it stocked well? Or? It's reasonably well stocked, mate. You, back in the day, it used to be like one of the real good waters around yeah. here. Like it was no. I think like, it's good though, isn't it, that you can have a place so local. Yeah. To learn so many different ways. I of think fishing without Bradmore and growing up where I did, I would not have the have the had the experiences in angling that I have had. Yeah. Without a doubt, it has shaped my entire angling. Of course, right? yeah. So Bradmore, um, I think what I'll do is I'll start off by saying, yeah, two different lakes. One's really weedy. Right, snag, you know, weedy and snaggy, clearer water, um, and fewer carp, smaller carp generally, but nice ones, dark ones, like scaly ones, lovely fish, 
and then Lake 2, which is more popular for carp anglers, right. uh, better stock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really good 20s water. A lot of older fish as well. Like, don't get me wrong, a few of them are proper beaten up, like, yeah, you know, yeah. bad mouths. You, you, but there's some nice surprises in there as well. Does it get, does some, it get busy then? Like, it can anglers? do, like... Cl- Cheap club ticket, mate. Course, you know yeah. what it's like. All the local lads. Yeah, going. but there's a lot of ma- you know match and pleasure fishing on there as well. Bits yeah. and bobs, but yeah. but yeah, the the bivy boys love it as well down there and that. Um, I'm absolutely not saying that's the way to catch them out there because it's no, no in my opinion, not necessarily the case. But no. you will learn on that complex, apart from long range casting, everything you need to know about carp fishing, pretty right. much if you spend time around them lakes. Right, okay. So any anyone listening to this who's just started out carp fishing, who's fairly local to Swatham, Kingsland area, yeah. you know, if you're young, if you're not young, but you've started out or just want to just improve, improve yeah. then you Random. absolutely should consider joining this lake, right? right okay. People on there are friendly enough. Yeah. They'll give you good advice and yeah. help. And, and I, another thing I'll say, right, because I wanted to say this at the start, is... If you are friendly and you and I'm fishing and you come round and you're genuine and fr- and a friendly person and, and yeah, enthusiastic yeah. and positive, if you don't if you don't walk up to me and go what you caught, <laughs> like, you yeah. know and that sort of thing. Know, if if you're friendly and happy and smiley, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have time for anyone, mate. Course, right, yeah. and I will help if they ask. It's the right help, way to go about it, or, it? or advice or whatever. You know, I'm not saying I'm I'm the mutts nuts or anything like that. But you've but you've I've been around the lakes a long time and I, I I love helping people. Right, and I've helped a few people down there and I lo- I love to do it. Yeah. So if you're genuine and you ask for help, I will help anyone. Yeah. Right. So he's the posh one. Yeah. He's the po- he's the one. That I'm the posh th- one with the glasses <laughs> and the stupid hair. Yeah. Um, it's not so stupid as when you were eleven. Uh, no, on. no. It's it's, not as wild there has anymore. been small improvements, but <laughs> but yeah, I'll help anyone down there and anyone yeah. who is interested. Good for you. Yeah. In honing their carp fishing, absolutely give it a go, and you know it teaches you a lot, mate. That place, it really does. Yeah, of course. And there's still some good anglers on there. I mean. Credit to the place, like there is people on there who have only fished that lake pretty much for the last twenty years. Yeah, really, they should move on, but they love it. Yeah, and like like the, one of the lads, he, he's called Gerbil. Shout out to Gerbil, man. Shout like, out to Gerbil. He, he, explain, Gerbil's all explain right. Gerbil, Gerbil this, this sounds pretty. Gerbil was a bit of a bugger back in the day to me because I was young and yeah. and he thought I was experienced and all this. Right, and okay. Off, yeah, a few times I caught him right in front of him and he wasn't mm. happy about that mm. and. All this. Same but, sort of age as us. But or? No, he's a lot older now, and he's, he's. But now I'm older, and like we're on a level, mm-hmm. and he's. I like Gerbil now. He's a good lad, but Gerbil, he'll fish the same couple of pegs. Yeah. Three or four pegs. Every time. Every week, week in, week out. Yeah. Pretty much just on Lake Two, and he's done it for the last twenty years, mate, and he loves it, and that's really nice in a way. Yeah, of course. As much as I'm don't I don't do that. No. I would rather spend a couple of yeah year or two on a lake and then move on most yeah. of the time. Yeah. It's credit to the place is that it's a special place as far as like there is still people there who have been there and probably caught most of the fish out of there for the last 20 years. Right, okay. Right, so that shows you the sort of place it is, right? It does have, it is my home and it's like touched, it does touch your soul a bit. It's like part of me. I have met up with you there, haven't I? Uh, yes, mate. That yes, so you come down to see me a bit. We didn't really have much of a walk around, and I no, could have shown you, you a few you was more. Fishing. What lake was that? You uh, was that fishing? was so two was uh, no. I was you saw me on one, and I just dropped one in the edge on one just to have a little go while yeah. I was waiting for you. Really, yeah. um, mega mega place, beautiful place, beautiful. mate. Yeah, yeah apart yeah, from the road running around the back, but you've sort of soon phased that out. Yeah, of course you do. And yeah, my introduction to Bradmore right was a guy. He's a Norfolk legend, and if he is still about. Then I, I should drop a message really if he's even still got we'll Facebook. Get him on the show. I'd love to get him on, mate, because right, he is—he'll okay. have a lot, a real character, mate. Like beyond a character, What's right? His name? That's all I'll say. His so his actual is name he, is he a local lad? He's always been about Norfolk, as far as I know. Right, okay. I don't know. He might be. He might have been Londoner. 
but his name is, I believe, is William Breed, right? However, I right. knew him as Pikey Jim. <laughs> and anyone listened to this, and we talked about him the other day, because like, he, he's been down Waybred, and I was talking to someone who's done really well on Waybred, right, who's okay. now joining the UEA Lake. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I mentioned Pikey Jim to him, and he was like, he oh him. my God. And he, he knew, he knew yeah. mate. Like, if Not, you know, like, like we were saying before, mate, Norfolk is a very like small area, mate, when it comes to fishing. It's not work, even just yeah. carp fishing. Yeah, but like all sorts of fishing, everyone. Yeah, the no, world. No is matter a small what, place, you'll mate, know it. Is, really, like, me and you will probably know a few people that we haven't actually spoke about yet, yeah. but we'll probably know. Well, yeah, definitely. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And that could be from anywhere. Do you know what I mean? And it's just like that is just like Norfolk all yeah. over, isn't it? Everyone so, knows everyone. Absolutely, mate. So Pikey Jim, right, is like to me throughout my time growing up, he is like the epitome of carpiness. Right, mm-hmm. he would make and boil his baits on the bank. Yeah, he'd have like. The tackle shop in the back of his motor, like whip the old boot, he, up and he, like welcome know, to Angle beard, like tino. heavy knit hat on, yeah, yeah, yeah. smoking, you know, smoking a fag, always right, on the fags, okay. Okay. like proper, proper Norfolk, rusty gym. old spoon, Norfolk yes, gem, mate. And yeah. Jim, like I have so much to thank Jim for, right, for just teaching me the like the ways, like just yeah, to yeah, appreciate yeah. it. And like how he you went about his fishing, then, but then when you look back, but when you it, look back, yeah, back, in, when yeah. you're in it, you don't know. And, but he taught me so much about carp and carp fishing, sure, yeah. and other types of fishing, I guess. But mainly, yeah. he was a carp angler at heart, really, and, yeah, a, good, he, and a good one, mate. Like to be fair, yeah. But like, he caught some lovely fish, and like he, he just, and he this just is loved still, it. This is still at Bradmore. This is at Bradmore, and he, right. uh, for that time when I was growing up, and he was there, he lived at Bradmore, right? Um, and like, oh, this sounds really terrible, but like. As I grew up and like I probably met Jim when I was about ten, eleven, and like always have my parents with me. Right. And even more so, they did not really feel comfortable leaving me with Jim. And like to be honest, <laughs> mate, Jim, I think Jim is a golden not the bloke, right? You want to leave with your but kids? <laughs> not necessarily, right? But right. I think he was absolutely good as gold, mate. You just and nothing. Be, you got but, but mum and dad always a bit unsure, course, right? Yeah. Of, of anyone. Would be as a parent, right? So know. they would never leave me. But Jim would make him a brew or whatever, and have a chat with them as well, and it was all good. And and Jim. I started chatting to Jim, you know, because I was little, you know, you have to be a little punisher when you're younger. Of course you do. I don't necessarily like, like it as much now. And again, yeah. it comes to that, like, what you caught, mate? Like, yeah, there's yeah. a ways yeah, of going yeah, about yeah, things. Yeah. That's why, just, again. Just waft like 20 quid yeah, under nah. his nose. And... Again, sorry to anyone who's tried to follow me on Instagram. I haven't accepted it. If I don't know yes, you, I'm not going to yeah. accept it. No, that's fine. Yeah. Because I don't, like, after I've had a lot of bullshit and I'm not really interested in that anymore. No, like, of course, mate. I, no. You know, I tried it. I didn't like it. And at the end of the day, like, I just, my, yeah, I, I, really, I only use my Instagram for a group of small friends, and it's just so that if I lose my phone, I've got my photos backed up. Right? Of course you have, yeah. So sorry to anyone like that, but if you see me out and about, please come and say hello. Yeah, if you're friendly, we'll get the bruise on, we'll have a chat, and I, lo- I love chatting to people, mate. Yeah, you know, mate, if you are genuine, that's that would be lovely. Right, so Jim, you know, chatting to Jim, learning all the ways, Jim, you know, and first memory with fishing with Jim was that he helped me catch my first 20 off the top, right? right okay. This is on Lake 2, which is the more heavily, st- slightly more heavily stocked one, I guess. Yeah. Good 20s water. Yeah. And, and yeah, this obviously, I've had the introduction to surface fishing with this bread core 18 pounder and buttonhole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Bradmore's on the next level, Different you know, it's, it's better carp fishing. It's, it's a proper quality carp, carp. Yeah. Nicer, you know, nicer carp and, and proper old fish as well. Like that's what, you know, people will slag it off sometimes, but you know, they don't appreciate how old some of these fish that you're catching really, are. Yeah. One of the ones I caught today, mate, I reckon that was ancient. Like really honestly ancient, like it could have been 40, 50 years old. Like, they are so old, some of them fish in there. Like, so even though some of them are a bit right. manky, they're manky for a reason. Like, they've been caught a lot, of course mate, have, yeah. over the years. But sometimes like, that's the characteristics that you want from them, yeah. you know. 
Yeah. It's all good catching these clean, nice, Yeah, but some of them are fish. too young, mate. Sometimes, like, mate, they've got a story yeah. to tell. That's it. And and this was it. So <clears throat> this 20, mate, again, like, this is still with the eight-foot bloody shagger rod. Right, so we're still going. Still the going, mate, rod. for years and years, yeah. mate. And I probably started to diversify. I probably got... So it's, been, it's what was it early? You said it was like the dream... The dream, the rod of dreams. The rod right. of dreams. Yeah, now it's gone from the rod of dreams to the shagger rod. The shagger rod. Well, whatever you want to <laughs> call it, right? So, well, it's Rest earned in it, peace, mate. Rest had that behind The rod has earned the status of the yeah, shagger mate. rod, right? So, the, so I've got the shagger rod. <laughs> shagger I've got the old classic clear plastic bubble float where you unplug the old butt plugs out of it, the old plugs, <laughs> and you fill it up under the water and you plug it back in and then it's you dash fill your casting weight. Fill it right? up and that with the yeah. old butt plug. So Jim's obviously showed me how to tie, you know, a ten pound double strength. Right, okay. Maybe eight, but I think it was ten. Yeah. Right? And um and we've got a rod each and he's yeah. he's pinging the mixes out with the catapult and he said, Right Charlie, like pro he's a carpy geezer, mate, like I think he's a bit London, but he's like, he's just talks like yeah, an absolute yeah, car yeah, yeah. ledge, right? I have to so try he's like, again, right, Charlie, like, you've got to get, you know, flick it out just past him, bring it back in. That's perfect. Leave it, leave it. Perfect, mate. Perfect, mate. And then I've put my rod on the ground. I, for some reason, he was like, oh, yeah, like, just put the rods on the ground, bait runner on or whatever. So I just undid my clutch, I think. Sure enough, Swan comes along, fucking nails it straight away. Right, okay. I, and he's like, Charlie, you shouldn't have left the rod. It's like, oh, you told me to leave the rod. He's like, no, I didn't. All this, whatever. So anyway, hook, uh, you know, hook this one for a brief period. It pops out. Yeah. Chuck it back out. Keeps pinging mixes over the top. Right. Wallop. Biggin comes along. Snaffles the floaters. Really? I'm in on the eight foot, eight foot rod again. On the shagger. Bring it in. And I'll try and find the photo again. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was so big, mate. Like this 18 pound, I had it on the grass. I wasn't, I, I was sort of had my hands on top of it almost. Um, and this fish it was so big, I couldn't lift it. You know, I'm, I'm like, 11 mate probably again still ridiculously long girly hair That's crazy. pretty much looked like a girl like it's terrible i looked like yeah. a right state mum loved it um <laughs> she did mate like she had control yeah um thank god i took that back um but the picture is jim sort of ho helping me hold the fish up and i'm there holding the fish like over the moon this big old 20 what, 21 22 pounder probably something like that low right, 20 okay. awesome old mirror like cool fish and that was that was the first proper memory of Jim. Brilliant, like legend. Like he helped me so much. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. he was a good surface angler, really good edge angler. Like that's probably where I've got my first introduction to like how I fish now most yeah. of the time, which is that you can catch them. So there's 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 so there's close. things you've learned. I I feel as if there's things that you've learned as well mm. as myself on a lake like Langmere, like I spoke mm. about. But there's things that you've learned from Bradmore. Yeah, that you definitely you still today and oh, and, and when you like, go angling you it, know it's your it's your it's your foundation like whatever choose your when you first start carp fishing you think right i'm going to go on to a more carp fishing orientated lake from you go from like your commercials on start you know start developing on yeah yeah where you pick in that time i think is probably the most important lake you'll ever choose to fish yeah because if you choose wrong then you can get caught into a very specific type of angling yeah and for example that could be getting caught into the idea and how i was when before jim started telling me how to do it yeah that all these guys with their bivvies these bivvies up around the lake they're the carp anglers yeah because they've got two rods out or three rods out and they're doing the whole night and you can only catch these carp at night out of here yeah. i used to think lake two was so hard i thought it was granite mate i thought that you would never ever catch a carp in the day as long as you lived Really? I thought you have to see these boys bivvied up. You have to be on air at night because if you're not on air at night, you ain't catching them carp, boy. That's you're crazy. like, nah, 
not true. It's not true. And Jim so. told me it's not true, and he right. showed me why it's not. So you've like, got a lot to thank. So for much, Jim, mate. Yeah, like and probably we'll have, we'll have to try and get him. On I the would show. love to get him on the show, mate. I'd love He's to just meet him again. Like yeah, I've mess- over the years when I've had biggins and that I've messaged him and he's been like, oh, really well done, mate. But he's gone off the radar for a little yeah. while now. Jim, Jim, I've caught where, another one, mate. Where, Jim, I'm on, I'm on the shagger yeah, rod. You know where where Jim is now? I don't know, but I'd I'd like to I'd like to get in contact with Jim again because he's a, he's a well touch wood you get in contact I'd love to mate and I'll, on the show I'll let you know. be mega. but yeah so so yeah Jim Jim sort of showed me the ways in a way as well as other anglers you know I'd like you know, I've been around a lot of anglers over the years. You know, loads of people down Bradmore helped me. Yeah. Um, and a lot of them I'm really good, like, contact with now. You know, it's yeah. really nice. Um, saw Sean Barber again. Fantastic Norfolk angler. Right, Try okay. and get him on maybe at some point if he'd be up for it. Yeah. Um, did the picks for him the other day. He stalked one out of the edge about six, eight, ten inches out on a float. Right, okay. Like, a, a maybe scraper 20. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just the other night I did his photos on that. And, like, you know, and he's like, he's, you know, that them sort of people watching them fish the way they yeah. fish, that shaped my angling, right? Of course it did, yeah. So, on from there. You, you mentioned uh, to me before about uh, Robert's Lake. Yeah, so we'll get so on to that in like just a sec. On One thing I want to mention before that is that, obviously, this relationship with Jim kept going and he kept teaching me. And in the end, because he's a carpy geezer, mate, he, he <laughs> developed his own bait and I was his... Tester. Right. I was the field you tester was the for bumble. the bait, mate. And you he were... would he would roll me these dumbbells, right? And I could, I, I, I'd love to know what was in them because they had such a distinctive smell, and they were it was good bait, mate. Like, right. don't get me wrong, like I get ripped for using, like I use Nash bait, right? Right. And I've used it for quite a few years now. And you're a tester and, for them, yeah? Uh, like consultants. No, no, not no. really. Like I send my pictures in and I give them... I've got... I, cu- I come up with a lot give of ideas. Ideas. I d- like yeah, that, yeah, ideas stuff. And I give Just ideas like, to them. It's more like on a friendly term, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, that sort of thing, mate. Yeah. Like, I don't get me wrong. I did not get it because I'm a good angler. It was just... No. I just got lucky. And yeah, like, it was yeah, who you know. Yeah. And like, I went into my hills one day. It just day. helped you. It's like... it's. I don't know. How can I explain it? It's like... If you enjoy something, say you like eating sweets, if you got offered 10 or you got offered 12, you'd pro- but you preferred, yeah, mate, you like, preferred the company from 10, yeah. you'd take 10. It was like that. You you liked the bait. Yeah, man. You, you could have got a better, yeah. better something elsewhere, but you, yeah. you liked the bait. So yeah, so like, that's yeah. irrelevant anyway. We'll get on to that another time, like in the next one maybe. But anyway, so I was his tester, right? The first right. time I, you know, and all that meant was that I'd give him a couple of quid and he'd give me a bag of boilies, right? But these boilies, they had such a, they were good. They were soft and they were good baits. Right. And they were du- well, they were dumbbells. Yeah, just rolled yeah, them yeah. into dumbbells, bless him. And um, they were brilliant. And they smelled so almost like a Chinese. Right. Weird smell, mate. Real weird. Like where where they had like I don't know, like like a sweet and sour. Yeah. No, like, like no? Ma- maybe is it fenugreek, which is like the seaweed yeah. that possibly yeah, yeah, something yeah. like that in them. But like right, okay. they had something in them which just had a real distinctive smell. Nice smell. And they and, it, they, gra- and they were great bait, mate. And that, right. like I've enjoyed using them. Like, I had a little crap with sell as everyone did because yeah. the marketing. Yeah caught shit all on that to be honest i did not like sell at all but you it was didn't. probably probably because of my poor angling at the time right okay you give a bag of boilies a go after spending 12 quid on a bag of boilies if you haven't caught on a mate at that age they're gone you're gone next yeah. one tutti fruities whatever yeah like mate. onto the next right yeah dynamite baits for back like back in the day i love the mate, squid and octopus and, same like, as me all yeah. that sort of I stuff love the sauce. brilliant mate yeah. yeah mega so that was it's great. still a good bait today. You don't yeah, see many anglers at all with it. Nah, no. Nah, so Literally, like, I'm surprised it's still going, mate. Yeah, to um, be honest. So yeah, so that was brilliant. Really fond memories fishing there, and I learnt a lot in a sort of a couple of years. 
Um, because it was so local to me, I was always walking around. I still am. Like I still yeah. walk around. I just I just like watching the fish. Of course, yeah. Like someone was funny with me the other day, mate. Like I went to we'd have like night matches on there, like for Bream and Tench for a laugh in the right, summer. Right. Okay. And um, this is Bradmore's. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. one of the old one of the older sort of chaps who runs a committee, quite a, quite a posh guy. Um, right. He's not my dad or anything. But, um, <laughs> I'm not posh, by the way. Anyone just... listening to this, I just speak the way I do for whatever reason. But um, but he goes. He's more uh, posh than this bloke ever, comes up to me right before the draw, and he goes. Um, so I hear you were spotted walking around the bucket the other day, <laughs> like that. And I was like, "Oh, hi, Alex. Like, are you right, mate?" Like, right. and he's like, and I, I was just a bit like, "What?" And I, and I was like, "Yeah, mate. Like, I do it all the time. Like, yeah." And he's like, "You didn't even have a fishing rod." And I went, <laughs> so I looked at him and I smiled and I went, "Sometimes you don't need a fishing rod, Alex." <laughs> That's what I said. Right, so he's, he's like that. Alex, so another another regular. Alec or Alex, Alec or Alex, yeah. but yeah, he, he's just—he's not a carp angler. He just—he mm. fishes a night match and that lovely chap. Yeah, yeah just, but I just took me out of the blue the other day. He's yeah, like, just I heard you were walking around the bucket. But anyway, back onto right. So I'll try and round this off now because we're waffling for ages. But yeah, mate. Special place, Bradmore. A lot of good fish, and by I haven't caught all of them, but you'll yeah. never catch them all, really. Like so to... it's a place where that'll always be in your memory. Yeah. So yeah, and yeah. The fit, there's always the odd one popping up, and you right. don't exactly know what's in there. Like there's no stock, you know. You don't know the stock exactly. Like, right, okay. but I've caught a lot of twenties out there over the years, and as when I was younger, it culminated in um, the big one from Lake One, right? And that right. Was, this was a complete fluke. And this for anyone listening to this, right? Um, this will show you that. If you chance it, it's always often better to take the chance than to sit out doing what you're doing, right? If something isn't happening, take the chance and risk doing something different, right? So this morning, I'd done a social with my mate overnight on one of the islands. I decided to fish for Bream and Tench, because why bloody not? So I fished for them overnight, all night, caught nothing. When you fish for them, don't bloody catch them. When you fish for carp, catch loads. But in the morning, we saw a few fish show, and my mate... Uh, sort of was flicking his rods single pop-ups like flicking them about to the different fish shows and there was a space in the middle where one had showed really early in the morning we had both seen and he had moved his rod from that area so I said do you mind if I switch one of the rods over on my little 10 foot 10 foot carp rods now um the shagger rod's gone this is you know this is a bit it's later on now. now um I, you know I've caught my 20s out of Bradmore had quite a few and all that sort of thing I learned my ways and I'm slightly more advanced now um and I've, I've said, do you mind me just slotting a rod in the middle, mate, you know? Uh, swim was flooded. So he's like, yeah, mate, no no worries, go for it. So I've sort of waded out in my wellies onto this flooded swim, put a bank stick in, rod's high up in the air. And in this far corner where this big fish has showed, I flicked a single, but I've probably nicked a pop-up off him, had a rig already in my bag or whatever. Right, okay. Flicked this pop-up rig out, uh, probably a multi, because I loved the multis back then. Brilliant yeah. rig still, awesome rig. Um, simple, don't overcomplicate it, really. Rigs do not matter that much. Um... And I've just flicked this rig out exactly where the fish showed, and like an hour, hour and a half later, rods hooped over, tip started going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Battled this fish on this, like, God, this 12 pound line that I was using for the Bremen Tench was the thinnest line you've ever seen in your life. How I landed some of the fish that I landed on, I do not know, right? I think it was, it's now discontinued, but it's like a suffix, really thin suffix line, right? And it cast like a dream, it's a lovely line, but. And I and we had this bite, and I played this fish in, and it turned out to be, at that time, um, you know, the previous big ones had died, and at that time, it was the biggest fish in the lake. Uh, the photo of it's up on the wall in Kev's tackle. Is um, it? Yeah. Twenty nine two. So, um, so, so that Kev's tackle, you said. 
So where's yeah. that? Is that Kev's tackle is in Swaffham, mate. So, so that's Swaffen, like the brand. You're friendly with if you're a, yeah. So Kev's a legend again. Lovely bloke. Like um, potential ev- guest on the show. Ev- oh, they're not a carp angler, really, mate. No. But, um, nah. But um, but yeah, more of a pleasure in match angler. But he's a Norfolk legend. Anyone who right. knows Kev knows. Um, every other word's a swear word, but he loves it. General chat. No. He's got a good banner, mate. Right. Yeah. Okay. Um, and yeah, and that's up in Kev's tackle and like twenty nine two. You know, biggest fish in the lake at the time. Really happy with that, mate. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You know, up to twenty, it's good. Like, fish. yeah, buzzing. Like, we, we we couldn't believe it, you know, because we thought, oh, there's nothing bit that big in here. We weighed it three bloody times to make sure. Mm. And Toby's fox scales and all that, all good. Like Toby's a strong lad, lifted up steady. Um, so we're happy with that, you know, mm-hmm. buzzing with that. Um, and that was sort of like, you know, that was. I thought that couldn't really get much better than that, really. No. Um, <clears throat> and. Then it did, right? So I'll, I'll finish this now because I could mention this in the next one, I guess, when we get more advanced, yeah. but I'll mention it you're now. Gonna, we're going we're to part two. You yeah, because you've got, got loads to talk about. I in guess re- recent I'd fishing. love to, mate. Yeah, yeah so that'd yeah. be great. So I thought that would be the culmination of it. I thought that would be the biggest fish I'd catch out of the complex. Um, but with new fish coming through and you never know your luck, I managed to also stalk one out uh, a couple of summers ago. I think t- uh, not last summer, the summer before now. So 20... 19 i think uh in between it was after work i've been working at uh trout farm with luke church again right, had a really okay. good summer you know working there for the summer that'll be a good thing to had a good laugh yeah, well, yeah yeah and i thought bugger this Def. i'm going i'm going down after work the previous evening i'd had a double take i had a zip i put a zig out um over floaters and then i had one i hooked one on the float floater rod uh, and as i was playing one in the floater rod the zig went off as well so i had a double take right, landed okay. both of them common and mirror really happy, happy went back the following evening with my sawn offs this time seems to me mate if you have two or three fish here you're always catching different strains of fish <laughs> you're, you're never like oh, i had four commons at the weekend yeah i've had a, I've had a well, ghost depends where you fish like bradmore must be great for that then uh mainly mirrors to be honest mate uh, there's i'll tell you what bradmore has which is really special Although, obviously, they're quite old and gnarly now, and a few of them are a bit mangled, but there's so many leathers in there, genetic leathers. Right. A few true leathers and a few, quite they're a few genetic a, leathers. Like a f- the type of carp you don't actually see much of. Leathers are rarer now, and they do have quite a few real nice ones. I had, yeah. Again, I had a leather, a mirror, and a common today, yeah, which is really great. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, mate. But, yeah. Um, but yeah, so I had this double take on the zig, zig and floater. That was great. And then yeah. I went back the following day, and I saw a few fish milling about in sort of this more slightly more ignored corner, really. Um, and I love, like mate you said about the bucket and i love going around there like uh, l- like a lot of us do and just prime in a handful of bait here and there in the edge yeah. like listen to this if they, if i could give someone a bit of advice about lakes of this sort of nature is that you you are probably fishing where your rod tips are is too far out like rod. they aren't like they are under your rod tips they are like your rods are six foot past where the fish are even coming in mm. They are so close in the edge. They they come ridiculously close in on a lot yeah. of places. Margins get. I think people mar- think, I think the margin margins fishing mate, do get left. People wide. think the margins is an underarm chuck. No, it's off your rod tip. It's under the bank sometimes. Fishing. When we talk about the clear water trip to France, right. this people will be interested to hear that. I think because yeah. that was like they are. They're not against the bank. They're under the bank. The bank right. is undercut, and they are un- they're passing under your feet underneath like you won't see them because they're so under the bank that's crazy well that, I'm, I'm they come in close chat, mate so this i thought it couldn't get any big, bigger after this uh, bigger or better after this big one out of lake one right however went down for the second evening just you know an hour or two after work just a bit of fun you know wind down after after the day and go home for tea afterwards so i decided to bait a really a really close in spot a little gravelly spot i could see right off the end of the peg right. six inches from the bank right that's how close we're talking 
um, you know, you couldn't, you wouldn't want to swing a rig into it. I dropped the rig by hand, mate. So I put a handful of pellets in, went for my walk round, saw there was good fish feeding on the spot. So I thought, right, get a rod out, got a little sawn off, six footer out. Yeah. And rather than underarm it with the rod tip, way more precise, I just knelt down and I took the rig in my hand with the lead core yeah. and I literally just got the inline lead and the little short solid bag rig, which is all you need for a bit yeah, of edge of fishing course, yeah. like on firm ground. Short rigs, you know, essential. Yeah. Dropped it on, single bit of grain of fake corn, whatever the hook bait was, not important. Like this sort yeah. of fishing doesn't really matter. Handful of trout pellet from the farm, happy yeah, days, yeah. like just take that from the yeah, farm that day. Um, and sure enough, this fish came back in, you know. So I've dropped it by hand and then just put the rod back. Tip is the rod tip is not over the water at all. Right. It's on the bank, the rod's laying flat on the bank, and then the line's going slightly on the bank and then down into the yeah, water, yeah, slack lined yeah. to the leg core, yeah, right? Yeah. This I've watched this fish come in, yeah. take all of the pellet round my hook bait. Spit the hook bait. Oh, no. And it's gone off. So I've put another handful on. Fish has come back. Fed all around the hook bait. Left it. Left the hook bait this time and taken the pellet again. Gone off again. Bloody, you know, frustrating. Because I can fish. see this is a decent fish. Clever. So I thought, bugger this. So I replaced the rig. I thought maybe I'd just put it just slightly to the side. Redid it. Another handful of pellet and fish has come back in. And this time, bear in mind, I'm watching it feed the whole time. It's so close to the bank. It's like at my feet. I've got the Polaroids on, I'm watching it. This time he's he's taking the hook bait in and he's got nailed and he's shaking his head really savagely. Big fish. Uh, I didn't realise how big it was at the time. I right. thought, this is a good 20 here. Yeah, you know, yeah, this yeah. will be fun to catch. Um, it's shaking its head and it's absolutely torn off down the margin. Sawn off his bent double right. and I'm just holding on for dear life while it's stripping, stripping, stripping down the margin, down the margin. Yeah, I'm thinking, if this goes much further, this is going to be in a, in a snag. So I've got to stop. So I had to clamp down a bit yeah. and in the end, it started to kite out into open water and Happy I played days. it in, I played it in, got it in the net and I yeah. thought, I still didn't quite realise, but I thought, shit, this is quite a big, big fish. Like, this is one of the bigger ones I've had out of it. Right, okay. And then I sort of, I sort of looked at it a bit closer and I thought, this isn't a big, this is the biggest fish in here. Without a doubt, this is the biggest carp in the lake that Shit. I've got in the bottom of my net now. And I didn't think, I never ever thought I'd catch a Bradmore 30. I never thought it would happen. And at the time, is this, is this your first? Not my first 30. This, oh no, this is like, sorry, we're hopping quite far forward now, right, okay. just because just we're on Bradmore topic, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So this is only a couple of years ago. So I was, right. I was like 19, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, 20 maybe. Um, you know, this is only a few years ago. But this is like the this is like the ultimate. Like right. I never thought I'd catch a thirty out of, out of that special complex. place. The complex that special. means so much to me. Yeah. That has been like my home for like my entire childhood. At the end of the day, you up. could carry on catching twenty pounders from there for the rest of your life. Yeah, you would for be fun, mate, all day, life, brilliant. Like love them. I love all yeah. the fish in there. But to have a thirty, that's now special. Isn't it? That is the if, people say otherwise, and I'm not going to say they're wrong, and I'm not going to say I'm right. But I do not believe there is another fish in that lake over thirty pounds in right. either of the lakes, right? People are adamant there is, and I say there isn't. Um, but that's just, I'd love to be proved wrong. But as far as I know, this fish, I was the second person to catch it over thirty. I think about a month or two beforehand, it had been caught again, thirty pounds an ounces. I had it thirty pound ten, six foot sawn off, s- dropped by hand, six inches from the bank. Boom. Boom over the moon like don't get Fucking me wrong boom. love clean fish the yeah, mouth on it yeah. was like you'd fit a tangerine in it pristine oh, yeah. massive mouth like a hoover how it doesn't go I think that fish I'd is like exclusively an edge feeder mate um, I really do think that it's a, it's a big big carp big frame on it lovely right, fish okay. um, yeah really cool fish and I was buzzing with that mate and I never thought I'd catch a Bradley 30 
and there we are. There we like, go. There we go. Um, yeah, made up and on my six foot rod, exactly how I like to so catch him. Is that a late, the is that a late record? No, mate, because it's been caught since at a slightly bigger weight. I think it's done now top tap at 33. It was at the time. Uh, I assume so, mate, yeah. for a little while, yeah, until it got, quite, till it got caught again, a bit bigger. You, no, it didn't matter. Well. It was just a Bradmore 30, mate. And to yeah. me, that was special. Like, here's, I'll show you a picture of it, right? So, yeah, you'll see. For the people listening, well, you'll see I'll the size up, of the I'll mouth, put it up right? on, the, on the story if that's all right. Absolutely no problem. Yeah, mate. But yeah, Mega really fish. lovely fish. Like, big frame, big lovely shoulders photo. on lovely it. Lovely photo. Yeah, mate, good photo. The boys did me well. Yeah, um, I called two of the regulars around. Mate, you scrub up well for a car bangler. You scrub up really well. Cheers, mate. Thanks. I was in my work clothes, really. Must have had a lovely <laughs> Your no. hair's all fluffy. Straight from work, mate. Straight from work. But yeah, proper mega fish. I was really happy with that it. Beautiful fish, mate. Yeah. And that was a lovely way to finish off. So, anyone listening to this who doesn't yeah. currently fish close in the marge, I mean, like against the bank sometimes. Yeah. Then consider it. You don't have to just drop a rig in and wait. It's very hard in the mouth, isn't it? Take a small bucket with cheap baits. You know, most of my base like base margin mix is just Vitalin. Yeah. Some cheap pellet, mixed size pellet. Yeah. Maybe a tin of corn. A uh, bit of crumbed boilie if you can afford afford it. If not, then don't worry about it. Bit of ground bait, whatever you got, just, just a mix. Something to, is that something just to a, like cloud? Or something is that to just cloud something to and something to get them grubbing round. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You're putting this so close in that you're either looking for coloured water, bite. tail patterns on right. the surface, and you will see them with the Snakes tails out when they're stuff. on it, right. snaking about. You'll see them proper feeding hard. Um, or you're looking for the bait to be polished off if you yeah, can yeah, see down yeah. to the bottom. Bear in mind, you're, you want to... You want to ideally it's bait where you can see the bait that you've put Not in. Not too much bait, but enough just, just to a get, ham- just a, keep it there, a handful, yeah. give or take, depending on the amount of so silver fish and stuff in there. That's, I think that's if you're margin fishing as a rule, you've you're margin fishing, but you you've you know them fish are there yeah. you're not setting up somewhere where you don't know they are you're margin fishing yeah, right. which is why you don't want to put too much bait in but you need to put enough to keep them there yeah. so you are literally fishing for a bite at a time yes that's right mate so um, so yeah anyone who hasn't done it try it like you'll be surprised watch get yourself a good pair of polarised glasses yeah. it's you know common sense to some people not to everyone Yeah. Uh, there's a young lad recently asked me after I'd, I'd fished a little you know, silver fish yeah. match on there or whatever and he said oh how do you catch so many carp out of here mate I said look um, get yourself a good pair of polarized glasses, and yeah. then when I see you next, you and your dad, yeah. you two, you know, you and your dad, come for a walk around me, and I'd, I'd, I'll tell you, help you as much as I can, you know. Yeah, of course. But looking is the first step. So go around, bait, and then let the bait tell yeah. you yeah. if the fish are interested in feeding in that right. spot. Yeah. You know, it doesn't it doesn't cost a lot, and no. it can. It's a really exciting way of fishing, and like not un, not flicking it out, underarming it, yeah. dropping it off the rod tip, or even dropping it by hand that close in. Yeah. So really special complex, mate. A lot of yeah. good memories. And I'll be uh, popping in and out as I do. Like if I'll, anyone, I'll if be anyone, around the area for a while. Anyone sees you, yeah, pop in for a brew and stuff. Yeah, Always, too, mate. Yeah, like I say, just don't, don't like, you know, there's a way to speak to people. I, I'm a bit, I can nah, be a bit of a grumpy sod at times yeah, when I'm fishing. Like, and I feel bad for it sometimes don't when people catch walk Charlie away. Like, four night shifts. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, like I feel a bit bad for it sometimes because I can be a bit grumpy when I'm tired, particularly. Yeah, but you're, but you're I do have a lot of time for people, mate. And if you're friendly, even if I'm tired, I'll have time Every for anyone, mate. Every different, mate. Yeah, Everyone mate. Wants, so, at the end of the day, it's just a respect thing, isn't it? That's it, mate. And I think to finish off, I'll say there's another lake on the complex, and yep. I'll leave it nice and brief, is that it's called Robert's Lake. Right. Um, I hope Robert don't mind me mentioning it. Um, Robert's sort of an older chap who runs it, older gentleman. 
He's a nice bloke. He's got the best dog in the world, this little collie. I love it dearly, and I wish it was my dog. I'd like to steal it one day if I could. Yeah. Um, it's my favourite dog ever. I love this dog. Um, and <laughs> Robert runs this little lake. It used to be a part of the Bradmore ticket. It's not anymore. It's a separate ticket. Right, okay. Super weedy now. Um, used to be quite snaggy. He's cut a few out and stuff, Done, and he's sort of changed it a bit since I, I caught mine out of yeah. there. But... So you get you get this on the ticket? Not on the ticket, right, different okay. ticket. Either right. day ticket, Fiverr, yeah, yeah, or yeah. you know, from Kev's Tackle, or you can get a season ticket for like forty five quid for the right, year. Days right, only. Yeah. Um super weedy, yeah. great for stalking. Yeah. And in there it's a bit different again because it's the carp are pretty much unpressured, unfished for. Right, okay. Massively ignored lake. Like yeah. compared to Brad everyone goes to Bradmore, but yeah, no yeah. one thinks about Roberts really. Like right, the odd okay. couple of people have a little nice flat. And yeah. So, so nothing massive, mate. I've had an eighteen pound common, which is the long one of the longest commons I've I've sort of yeah. seen for the size of it, like for the weight of it. Wicked yeah. fish. And any any uh, old uh, ones in there? Mega, and I, th- I, I don't want to be slated for this, but the fish in there, the mirror. I've had this special mirror, and it looks like a leany. Right. And it's like a, oh, it's a mega mega carp. I've, right. I've, I think I've got. I can show you a quick photo, but in there you're talking really weedy, like. The weed will come up to the surface, right? And you're looking at oh, mate, holes in the weed. Oh, and mate, the carp yeah. will be sitting in little, almost like little, I don't know, like in their own little world, in their little Mega, hole in the it? weed, sunning Just themselves out. back out. Charlie turns up, puts a floater yeah. out, and the Boom. key. And anyone fishing weed up to the waters with weed up to the surface for relatively unpressured carp, bread, cover the hook point, free lined, flick it p- way past the carp because it doesn't matter hook point's covered and quickly skip it across the weed because you know the hook point won't catch if you cover it right and the bread's nice and buoyant yeah, yeah, sure. and you can flick it over the top of the weed into their holes it, on yeah. their noses quietly no, silently bang. and just be patient they might not take it straight away but they will take it eventually yeah, mate. and that's the way to catch them and to be honest mate that's again it's a really cool little lake to fish yeah so I think for now Charlie mate it's I, been very emotional oh it's been a roller coaster, hasn't it mate I really hope that people have enjoyed it mate and I hope my voice hasn't mate, annoyed anyone too much I feel as much. if the part obviously we are going to part two it we're going to um, talk more eventually. about big carp and I think, one, I think part mate, two yeah. will be more on today's angle yes like, I feel it, yeah. as if part one is you know where it began yep. where you come from product of who you are yes. surrounded by water local lakes yes mate yeah. all the stories in between friends family mm. you name it uh, and obviously the the rivers as well that are around your area. Yeah. But I think part two we'll talk about obviously uh, syndicates today, uh, things that you're looking forward to in the future. Yeah, absolutely, mate. Yeah, uh, obviously, because you've got a bit to talk about like Swanton Morley and obviously the UEA. Yeah, and, uh, all over, mate. Again, and, and, like and obviously a, a lot on your winter fishing. I've We've missed, got yeah. to try and fit in uh, fishing in France. You want to talk Ooh, yeah, about that? I've got but you, hopefully, you can do that with a few friends who you went with. Yeah, mate, that'd be nice. Yeah, so um, uh, so that could be like uh, quite an open chat. Yeah, mate, that'd be really people. good. You know, I, I hope you've enjoyed it. And again, I'll try and get. I know into you're gagging to talk stuff. Uh, about the Lady of the River. Yeah, the Greylin as well. The Norfolk Greylin is special, but That's... we'll mention that again. And again, I've missed so much out, mate. Like, there's been... In between, there's been, like, Barbel. Yeah. That, like, my first Barbel was out of uh, Somerset in a river oh, that there's okay. very few in. Yeah. And that yeah. was special. And, like, you know, the River Frome, like, there's not that many in there. And, well, I like, think I've been everywhere, part two is going like, to be great. Because I think it's now, like, for people who are listening who knows you... Yeah. They'll be listening to this part two thinking, this is, this is the Charlie I know. Yeah. You know, this is what he is now. 
you know, but obviously part one, who you are yeah. or who you were, but you still are. You're still the posh one in my eyes, yeah, you know. And uh, I'll, I'll try and go into more detail about my observations and stuff. From what, and what I've learned that might not necessarily be common yeah, in the Anglo yeah, Max and right. stuff or whatever you hear online. No, definitely, um, but I've, yeah, I've mate, enjoyed it's been really it, good. So Thanks cheers, for mate. Thank you very much. Show. Take your souvenirs. I will. You. Thank you very much. Make mate. sure you tell Jenny that you've got to put that on your bedside cabinet. Yeah, I'll kiss it every night. Cheers, That's mate. Lovely mate. photo. That. that was a good, good time, mate. Special times, you know. Yeah, and hopefully mate. a few more of them. And again, it's about friendship and like. 100%. I love catching big fish and catching lots of fish and different species, but if you've got no one to share it with and no one to tell about when you get home, it's not as important. It's not the way, mate. It's all good telling your mum and dad, but if they're not anglers, they're not too. They're interested because they're happy to see you happy. Yeah. It's a parent thing, isn't it? But I think friendship along fishing is mega. As long as I catch the big one. I'm not interested, mate. Charlie, Cheers, mate. It's, it's been, been a pleasure. Mate. Look Thanks forward to for coming on. Cheers, part mate. two can't come yep. soon enough, mate. Thank you to everyone for listening. Thanks, everyone Cheers, for mate. listening. Yeah. Chill. Sure.